Don't wait to begin your new career as a nurse. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing track at Concordia University, Texas offers three start dates a year and has seats available now to qualified students. Concordia's innovative 16-month ABSN track combines online learning with hands-on labs and clinical rotations at top area hospitals. Get started on your life-changing adventure today. Search ABSN at CTX to apply. Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E. But Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. I'm Steve, and I am joined, as usual, by my tag team partner in podcasting, and that is Jeff. Jeff, we have uh, been remiss. We were very, obviously, ships in the night, but we come together in this post-WrestleMania episode of the Hammerlock Hangover to discuss everything that is WrestleMania and then some. We've missed quite a bit of news, but we'll try to catch it all up in this uh, mega-sized episode of the Hammerlock Hangover. But before we get into the news and tidbits and wrestling and fire Vince and all this other stuff and WrestleMania and wah, 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 Cody, um, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, you know, I think we're just switching to, like, you know, a typical wrestling promotion where we only tape once a month. <laughs> Just like TNA, but we should we should record just once a month, but then like just like just make up things that we're covering. Yeah, just fantasy book the next four weeks and then we just release 30 minute increments of the show. I have told you that all that I actually want you to download ChatGPT and and say ChatGPT, do a wrestling podcast, one being me, Steve, and the other being him, Jeff. You know, I've tried to do that, but there's like so many hoops you got to jump through. Like they ask you for like all kinds of verification. And I don't want to give, give your wife's information. <laughs> Why don't I give you that? I was trying to give your information, but then they were like, you don't even know my real name. You've got to verify. No, I don't. You're always talking to me about Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Jeff yes, Bezos. That's exactly right. So it's like um, it's like season two in The Wire. They only know me as the Greek. And you are not even Greek. I am not even Greek. That's right. I don't even know what football. You're wearing a football jersey. Peru. A kit. Oh, this is the Peru kit? Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. What a bad... I'm a bad Peruvian. You're not Peruvian. Exactly. So, Jeff, um, you know, I've been all right. You know, obviously, I've been missing a lot of shows, you know, since even I before. I didn't ask. The, the, I, I know you didn't ask. I oh. thought you did. No, I I'm didn't. sure you said, hey, Steve, how's it going? No, I definitely didn't. So since you asked, Jeff, I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I've i been, you know, missing in action for quite some time, obviously, because, you know, sometime last year I ran for public office and ended up getting 
into public office. And um, it's a it's very overwhelming. It's a lot of things to manage. And I told you it was a gigantic mistake and you would regret it. You told me. I, I don't know if I fully regret it, I, I, although it is just, again, very overwhelming and very demanding on my time. And how many indictments are you facing? Uh, zero yet. Zero yeah. yet. But um, it, it does get awfully Trumpy. But zero yet that I know of. Um, I haven't made any payoffs to porn stars, so that helps. <laughs> well, that's because you can't afford to. That was what I was about to say as well. But um, I mean, I told you that the school board is like the front lines of World War One. It It is. It is. It's become that. It's everything that you see in the news. That's what's going on, most likely in your own school board. And I don't know. Oh, wow. oh my God. We're talking politics. Jeff's just been poisoned. This is wild. But yeah, so I'm, I'm looking to wrap that up. I mean, you know, hopefully we can uh, come back together on a more regular basis. Jeff, um, WrestleMania was this past weekend. And if it wasn't for just WrestleMania, we'd have a lot to catch up on. But we also have to catch up on the results of WrestleMania and also the sale of WWE and all the... Wow, are you allergic to wrestling news? (sighs) Apparently, I'm allergic to water. (laughs) Jeff almost died. (laughs) You have a drink, Uh, Jeff? I told you this is because you have that that goofy Lily doll behind you. It's a, it's looking to curse you. Don't. He doesn't mean it. I do mean it. He doesn't mean it. That thing is hideous. Um. Do you realize? Yeah. That she's read this entire book twelve times. Voodoo. That's misspelled. Voodoo. It's not misspelled. It looks like it's misspelled. That's because you are spelling it as a dirty American. You've got a book. It's called Voodoo Visions that you just showed me. That's right. Open up to some random page and just read it. Read read a couple verses. Okay. And by verses, I mean incantations. Go ahead. I just said random. You just look like you're looking for. Okay. 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 The Marasa are the sacred twins. They are the first children of God. They are the first dead, and so the first ancestors. They are always the first honored in voodoo ceremony. Well, that explains why Cody Rhodes lost. So there you have it, everybody. Okay. That's the end of the show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we, so we solved it, everybody. We solved wrestling for you. Mm-hmm. Have a good one. Guys, this Papa is Papa Shango. Just like Papa Shango. This is why Papa Shango is no longer around, because he solved it and then opened up a strip. He's around. He's just waiting to emerge. I, I bet. Him and the boogeyman, they're going to come back. Yeah. Guys, you're listening to the Hammerlock Hangover. This is episode 115. I want to thank the Wrestling Soup Podcast Network, the Pro Wrestling Coalition that is very familiar with our own Jeff Lipman. They have him on like every show. They can, they can be found on the PWC Network on Podbean. Podbean.com. Channel Attitude on Hameen Media Group and the PW Hustle Podcast uh, PW Hustle no longer has a podcast. Channel. Oh, they don't have a podcast. Only YouTube. So their 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 podcasts have, have their channel has been uh, they they discontinued it. 
they discontinued it, but they still have a group that is like five super super users, <laughs> myself being one of them. Right. And and then there's poor Cordell who posts something about New Japan and nobody will even give him a like for three days. <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody cares about that. Do you see any of JoJo's posts or did he block you? Um, no. The funny thing, he might have blocked me on Facebook, but he doesn't block me on Twitter and he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> so it, 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 it's like the strangest thing. I might have blocked him on Facebook, but I don't think so. I think he blocked me on Facebook. Uh, uh, but like on Twitter, I really don't block anyone. I mean, sir, generally not in, in wrestling, but you want who blocked me? Yeah. The Solomon Monster. Oh, get out. He blocked you now? Yeah, oh, because you were talking trash about him in the in the in the hustle group? I get, I don't know why he did it. I don't even know when he did it. I mean, as far as I can tell, he just doesn't like to be challenged. I mean That seems which 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 is actually sort of indicative. Like, you know, when you watch his YouTube shows and you see him do super chats, he's not he's not particularly nice to his audience. He's he's you know, sort of the same as he's he's not as bad as JD, but he's going there. So JD also blocked me, but then he unblocked me on like like within the last couple of days. Cause I, I would like you know how Twitter's like sort of glitchy now? So it used to be if someone blocked you, you couldn't see their posts. Mm-hmm. And I could see his. So, you know, every now and then I would respond to his. And, and then one day I couldn't because I'm blocked. But I could still see it. I could I could still see the, the posts. And, and you know, I didn't understand what the response was going on. So you go into it. You have to search. And, and it said, you are blocked by, you know, so-and-so. I'm like, I don't care. Give, give a fuck about this guy. And then, and then all of a sudden I see it again. I'm, and, and, like, I tweeted a response. And it went through. And I'm like, huh? And, like, for whatever reason, like, he unblocked me. On one account, because yeah, you know, I have three accounts. One one is just <laughs> ROH is all elite. You know, I figured that might be like a funny gag thing that I would do for you know Ring of Honor news. That's haha, it's really part of AW, and, and I, I I really I never did anything with it. I, I barely use it at all. I, I don't have any energy for that. I thought I would, but I didn't. I figured it was a, it was a good account name, and you know you know, but it's just that it's just a name. Then I've got my At Icarus Fell one, and then I've got Evil Dose of Garden of Doom. So um, I haven't checked on Evil Dose of Garden of Doom if he unblocked me there, too, because he doesn't I, you know, he doesn't know who I am, really. He, he, I mean, he knows who I am. He knows I was the moderator of the Solid Monsters Facebook, because, because I protected him once, and I didn't know he was JD from New York. It was just a, it was just a user in the Solid Monsters group who people were picking on him. Um and I'm like, you know, enough's enough, <laughs> you know. And and he's like, thanks, Jeff. And I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna say his real name here, but I I know his real name. And I said, no problem. And then I realized it was actually him. And I'm like, listen, I've never listened to your show. I I don't know, you know. I heard what you said. I, yeah, I don't think it was. It was when he said something about Alexa Bliss just lays there like she's bad in bed. And I'm like, you know, that was a whole big flack. I'm like, yeah, I read what you said. I. Frankly, you know, I didn't think it was all that big a deal. It wasn't. It wasn't anything to be proud of. But listen, you you've been doing this thing for ten or fifteen years, and you've managed to get an audience. So I have to respect that. And he's like, "Hey, thanks." <laughs> so that was my one interaction. You can out him if you want. You can. I'll do it. It's it's JD Salinger, the writer. Yeah, it's JD of, Salinger. 
Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye, yep. Holden Caulfield. Holden Caulfield, creator of Holden Caulfield. So, that they, yes. right, that, so that's now a, you know everybody. That's so. a secret Twitter name. Holden Caulfield at Small Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. At Shrimp Dicks. <laughs> well, I mean, that PW Hustle group, uh, uh, they're, they're great for a lot of content. If you're not part of it, I, I highly suggest that you go join if you like talking about wrestling. Or the PWC. But make sure it's the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, that you, uh, that you see me, Jimmy T and Chris Samson because there's another PWC and I'm in that one also. So yeah, um, you don't want to join pro wrestling cucks because that's a, that's a yep, whole different conversation. It's also called the pro wrestling coalition. Wow. Really? There's two pro wrestling. Co- I think there's a gimmick infringement suit. Maybe, maybe you're a lawyer. Yeah. Can't you help them with that? No. <laughs> I mean, can I? Yes. Will I? No. Uh, and I, I'm not even sure who was first. So, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. All right, guys, let's just jump right into it. we got a lot to talk about, and I think we're going to kind of just, you know, it's going to be a medley of, of of jumping here and there and everywhere. Can, can we talk um, about the many things that we've missed? Not talk about them, but all the things we've missed since we've gone. Do you want to do it like like where I lay it like some sad music like we do like in memoriam? I wish I could sing it like, like uh, you know, Billy Joel, that, that song. No, you would have needed to practice that. Oh, yeah, I would. I, there, there's not enough time and space in Stephen Hawkins' quantum universes for me to be able to sing that properly. Like what The Miz was doing during um, WrestleMania. No, we've missed CM Punk's meltdown. We've, met, we've missed, missed everything Bella to Garcia. We've missed plenty of Jericho stuff. We've, we've missed Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. We've missed uh, AW All Access premiering. We've missed Tony versus The Box. We've missed QT Marshall uh, versus Raj Giri and me. Uh, we, we've, re, we've missed Ro, uh, Roxanne Perez. We've missed everyone talking about Gable Stevenson's day Debut, but he never debut. We've we've missed Davy Richards' re- retirement due to abuse, and then his unretirement. Um, we've we we've missed uh, uh, all of the um, censoring and toning down of AEW programming. Even though everyone told me they never were going to do it, and yes, it took longer than I thought, but they did it. Um, we missed Vikingo with the dream match and all of the bl- backlash about that. Um, we. What else was? Oh, we missed the, the Troy Ohio house show that where they made ninety nine thousand dollars. Probably spent two hundred thousand dollars to do it. Um, what else did we miss? We missed Arn Anderson's uh, son's dying. We missed uh, Bushwhacker uh, Butch dying. Uh, we missed uh, Goldberg uh, being a, a free agent. Uh, Pat McAfee not going to be on with WWE anymore. Shows up at WrestleMania. We uh, missed a whole lot of uh, Vince McMahon stuff. GWC fighting uh, the Fight Forever trademark with AEW. Um, we've missed the WWE Australia show, PLE. Um, uh, free agents galore. Uh, you know, it's... Just injuries, all just all sorts of stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll just do the free agents and injuries at the end of the show, like we always do. But uh, you know, just you know, all of the many things that that you know we miss. So we're aware of that. Listen, folks, if you want to hear my takes on it, as Steve said, I do about nine thousand shows a week on the PWC and Channel Attitude, powered by the Hameen Media Group. So you can you can go to the PWC. Pretty much everything is there, and you'll you you won't miss a thing I said. 
uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks, including covering the first three episodes of the new Ring of Honor, and then and then we stopped. There you go. We're going to cover a couple of these things because I I definitely have a lot of thoughts. Especially uh, you missed one Moxley on Renee's podcast. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. I did miss that. That's right. But uh, we'll we'll if we don't get to it to this show, we'll definitely get on the next one. Um, right off the bat, I want to start off talking about Cody Mania and Cody Mania flopping at WrestleMania. Um, Jeff, everybody was upset Sunday night after night two of WrestleMania because Cody Rhodes loses this match to Roman Reigns. Everybody pretty much thought, or the majority, I want to say like nine out of 10 people thought Cody was going to go over and become the new face of WWE. And that didn't happen. I can't recall a bigger upset since probably the Undertaker streak breaking to um, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. That's a big one. Um, I can't think of a bigger disappointment at WrestleMania than than this. I'm not going to call it disappointment. I would call it a shock. I'm going to call it a disappointment because I feel most of the internet wrestling community is disappointed. To they the are not real. Angered. No, they're real. They're they're a vote. They're a, what they are is a vocal minority. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I wanted to get into talking about this because I and I, I I'm interested to I know we haven't spoken about this in the build to WrestleMania for quite some time, but I I want to get your thoughts on on what happened Sunday night and do you think it's for the best or a missed opportunity? I think there's a lot of people in the wrestling community, you know, like Jim Cornette, for instance, he thinks this was a golden opportunity for them to crown a new head of the table in Cody Rhodes and for them to draw it out. He understands it, but you know, you're not going to get another opportunity like WrestleMania until another year from now. And can you draw it out? So I guess let's start there in our conversation this week. uh, Jeff is where do you, what do you think about Cody Rhodes losing to Roman Reigns? And where do you think this is going? I will put one caveat out there before everything I answer you is, is ignoring the fact that there seems to be some conflict as to who is now in control of booking and creative, because if it's, if it's Vince, the answer would be very different than if it's whatever was before raw, if it was, Triple, if it's Triple H or some combination of Triple H with Vince or whatever. So, just caveat: I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was pre Monday Night Raw booking team, whatever, whoever they were. Um, I don't want to be too much of a squish about this, but I see both points. However, and I predicted the Cody Rhodes was win because of, for all the reasons you say that. I thought this was the golden opportunity. They've been building the guy, this, that, and the other thing, and there may not be a bigger chance uh, and a better chance to, and people were expecting it. That said, I also predicted that once it would happen, after three to six weeks, the IWC would turn on him and they would, they would regret it, just like with Liv Morgan as champion, just like with Big E as champion, just like with Adam Page as champion, just with a, the same as a lot of sort of failed championships. I figured the, because the IWC is always on to the next person because everybody needs to get their flowers and they would regret it. So I absolutely got it wrong. And I predicted Cody Rhodes, but I said on the air, I said, but I will be extremely happy if I'm wrong. Um and I I think it's great. I think that they're 
you know, I don't think Cody really is that guy. I, I, I can see people can, fooling themselves there is, but his stature isn't that, and his personality really isn't electric enough. He's real he's a little bit like Charlotte Flair in that he's sort of naturally a heel. You know, he can he can hide it better than she can, but he's he's naturally a heel and, you know, I, I just think that he's an IWC darling and had he won, people would be clamoring for the next one. So I, I think it's cool. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy, but Planet Fitness has the cure. Boost your energy with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs for $1 down and $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E. But Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. The Roman will surpass 1,000 days. He'll probably he'll surpass Paige Morales' record. Um, and I like that the story is kind of con- going to continue and that you know, his cousins kind of let him down. And then, so this is, I mean, it's been the best story in wrestling. So I, I'm pretty happy seeing it, it continue on. And I actually, listen, this week Raw gave us about 17 okay to great minutes and 173 minutes of absolute crap. Um, or your, your 100 and whatever, 163 minutes of absolute crap. Um, okay, but... But the part where Brock came out was clever because apparently there was a stipulation, which I totally forgot about, where when he lost at SummerSlam, he could never challenge Roman Reigns again. So it was clever. And they followed it up with with Roman questioning, Paul, did you know about this? So we're bringing this up again. He doesn't fully trust Paul. And Paul's like, hey, this is Brock Lesnar. Usually by this time, he's flown all the way to Saskatchewan and he's like flaying, a, you know, moose fillets or whatever the hell he does. Mm-hmm. Um and and but what I loved even more is that Brock turned on Cody, totally destroyed him, and, and Roman's like, out, out, let's go. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, why did he do that? Why is he mad at him? Well, this is what I think this story is gonna be, and I think it's cool stuff. I mean, first of all, as one of my co-hosts, Chris Sam, says, no hero's journey ever is that easy. And Cody was got third, you know, he, he beat Seth three times. He was injured, but then he was out for six months or whatever. He did draw 30 in the Royal Rumble. Yes, it was still an epic performance, but it was 30. What did he do? Win a couple matches since then, one against Ludwig Kaiser. Um, so, you know, he hasn't really earned it. He hasn't had, you know, it would be like if the Mandalorian in season one wrapped up everything. No, he's got, you know, he, every every time he goes somewhere, there's a new problem that he's got to resolve to fix the other problem. It's like a video game. You have to solve four problems before you get to the next level where there's four more problems. Um, but the story, I hope what's going to happen is Brock was going, I needed you to beat Roman Reigns because I don't think anyone else here can beat Roman Reigns, but you could have and you should have and you blew it. And and you didn't just lose for me. I mean, for you, you lost for me because then I was coming after you because I want that undisputed universal title. I don't know if he's ever held the universal title, if he's just held SmackDown or Raw or whatever, but that could be a line too. But saying you you ruined my chance by losing and I'm going to destroy you for it. Yeah. I like your booking there. 
and a lot of the points you made are points that I'm about to make. Um, so I'll try not to belabor them. Belabor them away. It's been it's been what four weeks. <laughs> you know, I think everybody fa- forgets the fact that Cody came. Cody missed most of the year, and he comes back at WrestleMania uh, at, at Royal Rumble. To your point, as number thirty, and is just pretty much handed the 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 main event of WrestleMania. And so a lot of people that are not WWE fans will just know him as beating Seth Rollins and then what? Nothing. Overcoming a pec tear? Okay, great. What does that mean? Nothing. So if you're a new wrestling fan, or sorry, if you're a new WWE fan, you don't know Cody Rhodes. Take my kids, for instance. My kids like Cody Rhodes because of the entrance and and all the, the the pizzazz that he has in his entrance. But they don't they're not like, you know, uh, emotionally tied to Cody Rhodes like they are to John Cena. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think, it, you know, we're going to talk about the booking thing. Right. Whether it's Vince booking or Triple H booking, I still tend to believe that Triple H is booking, but Vince is as always, still reviewing and still signing off on things is Cody was so shot with a rocket to WrestleMania that the number one audience to, to WWE, as far as baby faces are concerned, they can book to what the internet wrestling community wants and the WWE universe wants. But what does Vince go back to when it comes to his faces? And it's, is it a guy that they want to be? Is it a guy that women want to be with? And is it kids that look up to him and buy the merchandise? You think of every major WWE superstar, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart, all those guys, check those, John Cena, check those boxes. Rey Mysterio, check those boxes. And here, Cody hasn't had a chance to check off that last box when it comes to the kids. When you look in the audience, there's a bunch of smart marks that know Cody Rhodes and they want him to finish the story. But when you look at the kids, they don't know Cody's story. So they don't they're not invested. There's there there is no investment in Cody Rhodes. And that's the reason why they can't put the belt on him yet. And so, yeah, sure. If you're an AEW mark and you followed Cody since he was, you know, about Cody since he was Stardust and followed him in the Indies when he said, fuck you, Vince, I'm out of here. And now followed him back. Yeah, sure. You're along for the ride. You get a you want your payoff. But when it comes to the WWE universe and when Vince looks out the curtain or Triple H at this point in time, looks, opens the curtain and is looking at the kids, are the kids looking at their phone when Cody Rhodes comes out? Or are the kids rooting and hollering and cheering for Cody Rhodes and asking their dad, daddy, 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 buy me that Cody Rhodes plushie, buy me that Cody Rhodes shirt. Look at look at John Cena. John Cena hasn't been in the ring at all in over a year. Maybe once on Christmas and New Year's Eve. Here or there. This man comes out with a G.I. Joe inspired T-shirt, wristbands, a hat and a towel. And a bald spot. 
you can't buy the bald spot. But well, I'm sure I can because I already I have the same bald spot. Vince is looking to probably capitalize on how to market that bald spot. They're going to put some advertising on it. John Cena bald spot yamakos. They put advertising on everything. But you see these kids, daddy, 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 buy me this John Cena stuff. You don't see the same thing. You don't see the kids saying, daddy, 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 buy me the finish the story t-shirt. Um, I'm going to take your word for it because I don't know any kids. So, uh, no, but Jeff, you look in the audience when they look around. Look, look, John Cena comes out. Of, comes out. Who's he got with them? Kids, right? Exactly. Granted, they're Make-A-Wish kids. But they're still right. kids nonetheless. Yeah, kids love John Cena, and it's not—it's not just from wrestling. Now it's—they've they, seen him now in ten years in major movies and major franchises. You know, they—they they, they know he's in the Peacemaker. I don't know if the parents let them watch the Peacemaker or not, but they know he's in it. They've seen him, and they know he's going to be in F ten. They, you know, Fast and Furious ten. Right. They—they've seen him in Bumblebee. I mean, yeah, he's. He's he's a bona fide star, uh, and, and I, did he, he just got cast in something else? Oh, he's being cast Ninja in Turtles. Barbie and Ninja Turtles, right? Ninja Turtles, but I think also I think Marvel's talking to him about being cast in something. It was just a matter of time. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me, but this is the difference between Cody Rhodes being ready and Cody Rhodes not being ready. And he, besides the hero's journey that he he has to go through. This is part of getting him ingratiated with the WWE universe, the core fan audience. And when I'm talking about core audience, I'm not talking about smart marks. I'm talking about those kids. Yeah, I agree. I'm talking about the, the kids that drag their parents to say, dad, mom, I want to go to a WWE show. Well, to your I want to see Cody Rhodes. See tons of Usos, Bloodline, you know, Sami Zayn shirts. Yeah, I see tons of You're right. Becky Lynch. I don't know that I've seen, well, not so much Becky Lynch lately, but I, I don't know that I've seen many Cody Rhodes shirts. I, I don't recall ever seeing one, to be honest with you. But, you know, Cody is Dusty's son. Dusty always said the money's in the chase. Dusty Rhodes held the NWA championship three times for like an aggregate of 100 days, something like that. Maybe not even. Um, but in some of those scenes that, that I was watching where Cody Rhodes, we, we get when he would get beat down by different members of the bloodline. I swear, I told you, I go, I bet if you looked at enough Dusty Rhodes versus the Four Horsemen footage, you would see almost frame for frame the exact same sequences. I, I And I think that Cody knows the same thing you're just saying, and I don't think that Cody's upset about it at all. But listen, everybody loves to hate the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone loves to hate the pay. Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E. But Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Patriots, they love to hate Darth Vader. You, yeah. you know, if you can't, if you don't have that grade A hero, a grade A villain will do just as good, if not better. Right. And yeah, so like I said, I don't think Cody really, I mean, he seemed like the guy now, but I, I was sure that within a month or so, people would just remember it's, it's still just Cody Rhodes. I want to say that Cody Rhodes made sense to about. 30, maybe even 40% of the audience. Yeah, and, and again, that's a minority. 
when it comes to the WWE fandom, not the AEW fandom. I wouldn't have been upset either way. Either way, I was okay with it. And again, I picked Cody Rhodes to win. That was my prediction. And I was wrong, but I'm perfectly happy to have been wrong. And I think to your point, the the other reason that WWE went down this road, and again, whether it's Triple H or whether it's Vince McMahon, what's the recent trend? Is anytime there's a babyface champion, the fans are there for the chase. And then the minute the chase is over, they run for the doors and they look for the next person that's chasing. Right. And if the IWC had their way, MJF would have lost his belt three months ago to Ricky Starks. Right. And I think that's part of the storytelling here, too. WWE is telling you, no, you're you're going to be behind Cody Rhodes and we'll make him the champion when you're really behind Cody Rhodes and you're not going to sell him down the river three raws from now. Uh, there's some guy on Twitter who who saw the one match on NXT with uh, Dragon Lee, who everyone knows I like Dragon Lee. And he's like, mark my words, Dragon Lee is going to main event of WrestleMania one day. And I'm like, Jesus. no, he isn't. And it's not like I don't like Dragon Lee. But no, he's not. First of all, he's off the juice, so he's, he's much smaller. Yeah. And secondly, he's a small wrestler who wears a mask, who can't speak English very well. And, you know, he's not and he's also injury prone. He, but he's not. He's not WrestleMania main event quality. You know, if they ever have a cruiserweight championship again, like, you know, and they did like a fatal four-way, like a, a X division match, he'll be awesome and stuff like that. And and in a tag team, he'd be great. But as as the main up, no, this it's not that kind of star power. You tell me Carmelo Hayes, I'll say, Yeah, I could see that. He's also a small guy. But yeah, I could see that he's got the personality. He just he just he just exudes you know, a, 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 that it factor. I, I, I like Dragon Lee. I've been talking about, I'm, I was thrilled that the w, uh, WWE signed him. I want them to sign him and Bandito at the same time and get the two best luchador free agents. But neither one is WrestleMania main event. I mean, if you want to have a, an underdog that wrestles Lucha, Lucha Libre style, I would, I would just, I would put my money behind Wesley and make him your new Rey Mysterio, your your forever underdog that 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 never gives up. Not Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Absolutely not. Listen, nothing against Johnny Gargano as a human being. He's funny. I'm sure he's a great technical wrestler. I know that he he definitely ring generals a lot. He keeps people in the right places, or at least from being in the wrong places. But no, there, there, there's there's zero interesting about Johnny Gargano as as a wrestler or sports entertainer. Um, I want to pivot here briefly to Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So we now know after Monday Night Raw, and we'll talk about Raw in its entirety being a, either a shit show or not a shit show. We can argue that later. Cody Rhodes loses to Roman and Roman, we find out not sorry, Cody, we find out is fighting Brock Lesnar next. He's got a program with Brock Lesnar. It makes sense to me. Again, you want to build him back up and Brock will sell for whoever he wants to sell for. You saw him. I've never seen him manhandled just to briefly talk about this Brock versus almost match. Nobody was looking forward to this match. I told you that it was just this big spectacle of two big guys doing big guy things. And we got to see that for what it was five minutes. That's Mm -hmm. all it needed to be. Right. Almost got over in those five minutes of losing bigger than as a big guy and losing to Brock Lesnar than 
any of the work that he's done in the past 18 months. Well, I'm not really sure about that. I'm not saying you're wrong, but based on what happened Monday, almost had to lose. And after seeing what happened Monday, I now understand that Brock had to win. It made sense. Absolutely. But Brock being manhandled by almost like I've never seen Brock manhandled like that. You've ever seen him be kind of tossed around like that? I've never seen him tossed around like that. Almost did that. And so, you know, can I buy almost, you know, being like the next Andre the Giant, so to speak? Sure. I can buy that. I can't. I can't buy that. But I but I could see him being, you know, like not quite Paul White, the big show. But something sort of better than the great Kali, you know, better than Satnam Singh will be. But, you know, maybe more like a big John stud. Right. I think that's that's applicable. That, that's fine. Like, I think he should be somebody's like, you know, their their next to final boss, somebody's bodyguard, like like Kevin Nash started out as. And maybe he'll evolve. Or if not, you know, that's that's as far as he goes with it, you know, uh, you know, and then and I think that's fine. You can have a perfectly fine 10, 12 year career doing that when you're a giant. You, if you stay healthy uh, and keep yourself, you know, your, your legs, especially in shape, you can do that, you know, for 20 years. Right. Shit. Look at Kane. Right. I mean, we mm-hmm. always compare everybody to like Kane here because it's just like, again, you don't think about like, hey, I want to <laughs> everybody compares all the wrestlers to like the top guys, the rock, the next rock, the next Cena, the next Austin. But nobody talks about the next Kane. That is, again, a good worker, rarely injured, puts other people over, stays around the mid to upper card throughout his entire tenure. Well, I think that's sort of how people look at Brock. Uh, not Brock, Braun. They they do now, now that he's back. I think when mm-hmm. he was fired, everybody was like, oh, shit, that's wild to me. But Yeah, well, but, but it was wild because I think they thought it would be, you know, somewhere between the big show and Kane. I, I mean, I'm not sure anyone ever thought he'd be as good as Kane, but, you know, somewhere between the big show and Kane, probably closer to big show. But big show, I mean... He, I mean, without all the ridiculous, you know, face heel turns, but the big show, what he had, he, what he have six world heavyweight titles. Yep. And, you know, a couple, couple of runs on the tag teams. I mean, I don't think he ever had an intercontinental or anything like that. He might even have a hardcore at some point. Anyway, doesn't matter. Like, you know, that kind of a career, which is, I mean, the big, the big show has a career. Hall of Fame career. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's my point. And, and I don't mean like a Stacey Keebler Hall of Fame career. I mean, like a like a legit, you know, wrestling Hall of Fame career. I mean, Big Show does have really long. Lives. I mean, Stacey Keebler did did go from being a Baltimore area stripper to George Clooney's living girlfriend for years, leveraging wrestling to get there. So, I mean, that is absolutely Hall of Fame. But that, that's, is. you know, that's that's All not she, usually what we think. She, she was also with Alex Rodriguez, I think. So. I mean, from wrestling. I mean, so yeah, good. So so and good looks. It's not like she, you know, she showed up looking like Sapphire and, I, and, I and got George Clooney and and Alex Rodriguez. Well, they didn't hire a lot of bad looking women, you know, to be right. you know, on TV. But yeah, but still, I mean, if that's not Hall of Fame, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> so um, no, definitely she's Hall of Fame. Um, so Jeff, where do we go with Roman from here? So Roman in the post. WrestleMania media scrum says this is the third inning of a nine inning game. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to feed you filet mignon. He's been saying this for a, for a while. We're mm-hmm. trying to, we're trying to tell you a long story 
and you guys are eating it up. You guys are eating well. You ate up Jey Uso. You ate up Sami Zayn. I'm making people. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my brothers over. I'm putting Solo over. His cousins. Right, right, right. His cousins. So you, you know, he says he's still got work to do. He's mm-hmm. he's still thinking down the line. He's thinking to next WrestleMania. There's a lot of Samoan wrestlers. There's a lot of Samoan wrestlers. A lot of bloodline to talk about. Mm-hmm. And and so that Jeff, line is long. What do you think is next for Roman Reigns and the Bloodline? I, honest to God, don't know. I mean, I think that there's going to be internal strife because of Jay and Jimmy. I'm sure they'll be trying to get their tag team belts back, but I'm sure they're going to be met with a lot of frustration in that quest. Um, I'm not exactly sure what's going, what's going to happen with Solo and things. I don't know. Maybe there'll be more of the, sowing the seeds of Paul and Brock Lesnar, but... Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E. But Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. To my newborn baby boy, the day you arrived was one of the happiest days of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV from that guy on the internet and insured it with Progressive. (laughs) What a deal. Just know, son, I'll always be here for you. And by here, I mean in the middle of absolutely nowhere. In my RV. Protect your baby with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I mean, that really shouldn't be much of a story because who cares? Brock, Brock didn't didn't lay hands on Roman. He's, and he still can't challenge for the title. So who, who gives a damn? Um, so... I don't know. And I'm waiting to see what happens. I mean, I assume he's going to take two or three weeks off at some point, maybe a month off at some point, And good. I mean, I at this point, I'm presuming that, that at Backlash in Puerto Rico, the main event or at least the headliner will be Cody against Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, so I, I don't know what's going to happen. But they 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 in the meantime, they should try really hard to build up another top face. I mean, I think they've done a good job building Gunter up. As a top guy, I think Sheamus and Drew are sort of in the conversation. Lashley's sort of stuck in the mud, but I've turned heel on Bray Wyatt. I blame him entirely on that. And you could easily heat up Bobby Lashley anytime you want. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far away Randy Orton is, but you can always put him in a main event scene. I don't know how far out AJ Styles is, but you can always put him in a main event scene. Um Seth Rollins too. He finally got a big win, so you can always put. I mean, I can't stand the guy, but I'm not. I'm not ignorant. I'm not. I'm not blind to the fact that there's a lot of people who love him, including you. Um, yeah. And so you can put him in the main event scene. Um, and I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. I mean, you know, they, they you know, everyone wants to put stick Braun Breaker on there. I think that's a huge mistake. But if everyone wants it, let Roman smash the kid and then let him say. Kid, you got to wait your turn. I, I, that, I, I, you know, that's fine. If that wastes two and a half months, cool. I mean, you know, I, oh, Edge. You can always stick Edge in the main event scene if you want to. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to go, but I think the most basic storyline to, to tell is Roman's pissed off at 
the Usos for losing the title. Mm -hmm. And I think this is my best bet is we're building the story for Roman versus Jay at SummerSlam. See, I don't want to see that. We've seen it already. I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see that. I'm not I interested. Or, or may I don't. I don't know. I feel like this is this is the way that I think this is the this is the. We need the Mandalorian. This is the way. This this is the Samoan way. Mm. And so you, you know, eighteen months ago we've had this conversation before. If I would have told you in the the time that the pandemic spun around in that summer. 2020, and I said, Jeff, in the next 18 months, Jey Uso is going to be a main eventer. You're going to fuck, you would have laughed at me. You would have said, you're out of your fucking mind. You're on drugs. Now in 2023, April, we can say Jey Uso is believable as a main eventer. Well, he's Zane main. Zane is believable. He's been main event Jey Uso for two years now. You're right. And so I think that's the next story that needs to be told is, oh, hey, I'm waking up to your cult-like behavior and you're now I'm going to face you. And if you go that way, then it could be Jimmy or it could be Solo. Solo can decide to side with his brothers and not not with not with not with the boss. Well, I think that's and I think that's what starts unraveling. Right. And so little by little, you start peeling away his bloodline. Um. And the question is, can that story um, burn enough time to get you to WrestleMania to then tell the story of Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns part two? Or do you pull the trigger on that somewhere else? I don't know. But yes, I think you can. I, I, th- I think you can. You, you have... You have three adversaries right there. The feuds could each be three months. That's nine months right there. That that, that gets you to or past the Royal Rumble. Absolutely. Also in the interim is money in the bank. So let's let's just say you wanted to elevate someone. And let's say I, I pick Eli Drake. I'm sorry, L.A. Knight. You know, Roman has a, you know, a tough match. He wins. He smashes. He's about to leave, but he doesn't have his full bloodline there. And L.A. Knight cashes in and... You know, he gets he gets a Miz like or Seth Rollins like stealing basically stealing the title because he cashes in the money bank at exactly the right time. Um, you know, then you have a champion who's fun, different. Maybe it works. Maybe maybe it doesn't. But it's it's someone that he you know, that Roman can beat, or that you then all of a sudden you don't believe he's invincible. That you know he'd have to be like a true chicken shit heel, you know. And then you know pe- you you believe that someone like Drew or or Orton or Sheamus, you know, can or will beat him, Gunter, you know. And then you know maybe he hire he does business with uh, MVP and he hires almost to to be his bodyguard. You know, I mean, th- th- there's there's a million things you could do. Wrestling isn't that hard. So I'm I'm not particularly worried about it. So yeah, I, I, and and you can have more than one cross story at a time. I mean, I've always felt one of the worst things about wrestling, and really WWE has been more guilty about it than than their immediate competition. Um, but it seems like there's only one person gunning for the world championship at a time. That's stupid. Everybody should be talking about the world championship. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to see, you know, more of that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really not concerned about that as long as they tell decent stories. But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't listen. I, I when I grew up with wrestling, 
Bruno San Martino was sort of at the end. Bob Backlund is the first champion. I really remember watching on TV. I mean, I saw Bruno, but he, you know, he was an old man there. He was the former champion most of the time. But Bob Backlund had the title for three years. Then Hulk Hogan had it for five years, you know, and then he got it back, you know, and had it again for another couple of years. I mean, and, and the championships meant something then. And I think that Triple H or, you know, whatever the team was, has done a really good job of doing it. The Usos held the belts for over a year. Bianca now held the title for over a year. Gunther's held the title now. It's going to, you know, it's almost certainly going to be more than 11 months, probably more than more than a year. Roman's held the title for, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, what, a thousand days pretty soon? So, mm-hmm. you know, Austin Theory's been winning matches. Yes, in, in you know, hinky-dink ways, like a, like a heel, like a cocky chicken shit little heel should and does. But, you know, the, 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 all of the titles mean something except for the women's tag team titles, which seem to mean absolutely nothing. Right. And, and you know, I think it is it OK for that to happen? Right. Is it OK for like the sixth deepest titles to be the sixth deepest title? Like, it would, is it all right? I think so. But yeah. some people don't think so. Um, uh, well, I think it was a shame that they weren't defended on WrestleMania for a, a gimmick match that could have waited to Puerto Rico or Saudi Arabia, to be frank. But Trisha's boobs made it all OK. But I mean, listen, I think they've also gotten permission to now hot potato a couple titles if they want to, because they've, they've really established so many belts as being important. Uh, and I think they should establish a dominant women's tag team, you know, Shane and Ronda, what the hell else are they going to do? You know, you know, let, let them do. But I would love to see, I hope Carmella comes back, enables work. I would love to see Chelsea and Carmella be like sort of the female version of, of, you know, sort of the Miz, you know, and, and, you know, hold on to those titles for eight months by hook or by crook. Um, and, yeah. you know, and, and let something else get hot potatoed. I, you know, I, I'm, you know, whatever it is, I don't care as long as the characters are, are interesting and the stories are decent. They don't even need to be great. Right. I think the storylines, um, the, there's been a lot of really good, in leading to this WrestleMania, there's been a lot of good storylines. And I think that gets missed, right? I think a lot of criticism that I heard going into WrestleMania was like, Charlotte and Rhea's story isn't as fleshed out as it needs to be. Well, you know that it's the world, the the number one women's wrestler in the world versus mm-hmm. a adversary that tried to take her shot at Charlotte two years ago, failed, and here she's getting another chance. That's the only story you need. You don't well, need on top of that, a, she won the Royal Rumble from the number one position. Right. And so you don't need like the super promo to like get you hyped up. Plus, you knew that that was going to be one of the matches of the of the night, if not the weekend. And it was. It was. That match right? was, that that might be the best women's match I've ever seen. I think besides the Bailey Sasha Banks one, I think at, at TakeOver in, in Brooklyn, I think that was phenomenal. Yeah, and let me clarify. I knew these guys if, were if it wasn't the most if it wasn't technically the most sound or best wrestling match, it was the most exciting wrestling match, women's wrestling match I ever saw. I mean, you know, it, it looked like they were really trying to kill each other and really trying to hurt each other. Yes. It looked more like yeah. a real fight than, you know, say a choreographed right and i think that you know i i love putting over charlotte because she's just so goddamn good like yeah me too when when she has a really good dance partner that she messes mesh, meshes with an oscar a becky 
um, Sasha, for instance, and now Rhea, they do business. And you saw her grinning like, you know, from ear to ear after that match because she knows she did her job. Mm -hmm. I put her over. Like all of the like the fact that she takes that. I wish she hadn't grinned, though, on camera. Oh, stop it. Stop it. it. It's okay. We can. It's, it's we, not okay. Okay, oh, When K-fabe when Roxanne Perez did it on NXT at Stand and Deliver, it looked bad too. And Rox- then Charlotte did Listen, it. Listen, Roxanne Perez is not Charlotte Flair. It, Charlotte it, Flair can it, can give flowers true. and and still be a badass heel. Well, the other thing about Charlotte Flair is when she smiles, it doesn't really look happy. It looks like she's a hyena about to eat you. So, <laughs> you know, it can be an, it can be like the nervous, uncomfortable smile also. Right or a nefarious one. Yeah. But you know what? Like the fact that she's taking these bumps and not protecting herself like she face planted like Charlotte, you know, she knows what she's doing out there. But my favorite exchange in that entire match, it comes near the end where they they're they're She's building up heat between her and Rhea and they start exchanging punches. Yes, no, yes, no. The fans are into it. Yes, no. Yay. Boo. Yay. Boo. And then Charlotte stops and she starts yelling at her. You want my spot? You want my spot? You're going to have to take it from me. And that's when it's the pinnacle. It's time to go home because you got them all hot. Yeah, we want Rhea to take it from you. And and then to do that um, super riptide off the top. Come on. Okay. It's that's the story. That's the storytelling within the ring. That's not not with all this monkey flipping, the the super kicking. That was fu- that's professional wrestling that I remember, that I know, that I love. Yeah, Jeff. Not not all this fucking, all this fucking. Let's through put this shithead through a table. Let's break a light tube over his head. Let's use a pizza cutter. Like that's all nonsense. They didn't do any of that shit. They just wrestled. Yeah. No, I listen, I think WrestleMania was a gigantic success. I thought night one, listen, I'm for, forget about all the filler and, and the recaps and the promotions in the show. There's nothing we can do about that with WWE, at least at least now. I don't know why they do it, but I'm going to. But the con- the content night one, I give it an A. Night two, I gave a C plus. I, I, I mean, I think that there were some there were some really good parts of it, but not many. Like you know, I you know, I thought that the uh, I thought the Asuka Bianca match was okay. Uh, obviously, the main event was sort of exactly what you thought with a great swerve at the end, um, and the Intercontinental match I think was great. The rest of the matches, yeah, yeah, they were all right. The, I mean. You know, strangely, the Brock and almost match was exactly what it should have been. But it's not like, you know, just like Theory Cena was exactly what it should have been, but it wasn't great, that, you know. Um, and I think that both nights, the, the shit with The Miz and Snoop Dogg and all that, it was it was just dumb. And then Shane coming back and breaking his quad. I mean, that was that was sort of embarrassing and unnecessary. Um, but I don't know. I yeah. mean... There are some other crazy things that happen. I mean, we haven't talked about the sale at all. We haven't talked about Vicky Guerrero and, and shit that's going on there with the, with the daughter. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get. I, I'm I'm I've got a running list, so don't we're. Oh, I'm worried. Because I know when you get carried away talking about it with your Vince love and your WrestleMania love, you want to talk about every single goddamn match, which is fine, except that I've already talked about it like 13 different times. <laughs> I don't want to rehash all that. I want to hash like really like um, insightful stuff. Um, oh, OK. WrestleMania was really good. 
What's that? That's something new for you. <laughs> Insight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. WrestleMania was really good. I was blown away by everything. I mean, night one, I felt was like a flawless booking of, of the entire night. Night two, I think Balor should have went over. Oh, um, no. let, let me ask you this question. Oh, so let's d- jump into that one for a sec. Why do you think that Balor should not have gone over? Because to me, it makes sense. It's it, Balor and the demon needs to look strong. Okay. Here, I think. First of all, the demon's fuck dead. the demon. The, 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 he, he doesn't even like being the demon. For, for people who hate the fiend but like the demon, makes no sense to me. It's the same goddamn thing. Finn Balor is a little zero. He's always, He was a big deal in Japan. That's it. He's a zero. He can't stay healthy. He cracked his head open here. Judgment Day made no sense the day they, they turned on edge. They got lucky with the Rhea Dom chemistry and and, and then the Dom Ray story became great and it let you forget about the Judgment Day as actually a failure that, that Finn makes no sense there and that basically Damian Priest who was supposed to be the breakout star of this group it was doing nothing didn't even have a match at Wrestlemania now they've got to put him back as a, as a adversary to Bad Bunny to try and get his steam back two years later um Edge is a star. Finn Balor is not. Finn Balor is enhancement talent. I know that Edge is older, but he's also, you know, probably within two years of actually retiring voluntarily. This this is the last year, allegedly, that he's in his contract. I have a feeling he resigned. Uh, they just haven't mentioned it yet. They usually wait until quarters to, to do that sort of thing. Um, but Edge probably will have some more main event time. Finn Balor should never, ever, ever be in the main event for a major pay-per-view again. Like if he's in something, if he's in the main event for like, you know, some random October show or whatever, or, or something in February, fine. Who cares? Like a, like but, a Halloween Havoc? Whatever. Finn, 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 listen, no star gets sent back to NXT for 15 months. And I know, Jeff, he has to be sent back to NXT. Yeah. If he was a star, they would have said no. They're like, yeah, <laughs> door's right there. You need directions? You need a rental car? Here, we'll put it in the GPS for you. Go on. Go to see you in Orlando. The, don't call us. We'll call you. No, don't worry. There's a postcard waiting for you. Yeah. Love you. Love you. What the fuck we going to do with that little elf? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I don't know who you hate more, Johnny Gargano or Finn Balor. I don't hate Finn Balor. And I don't hate Johnny Gargano as as an in ring wrestling presence. I prefer Finn Balor to Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I mean, Finn Balor at least has some interesting wrestling moves. But if you've seen like six of his matches, you've seen them all. Which which you can really say about most any wrestler. But he's a little rinky dink. So I mean, I'd rather see Sheamus or Gunter doing the same moves all the time because they're big bruisers. Yeah. I felt that was that was the only match. I felt like, you know, you needed Balor to get some steam. I mean you are Balor's never Balor's never gonna get steam. He's Dolph Ziegler. But why but why give why give it over to Edge? Edge is a fucking old head. Nobody gives because a shit about a, Edge. Edge is a star. And people do give a shit about Edge. Oh my god, please. Nobody cares about nobody's looking for Edge. Yes, they are. Who's looking for Edge? Brood people? Brood heads? Gangrel fans? What, who, who's looking for WWE Edge? WWE Universe. That's who's looking for I, Edge. You know, you know who's looking for Finn? Your hated IWC. That's who's looking for Finn. I hate the it. demon is so cool. We hate the Fiend. It's the same goddamn thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. One is an athletic monster, and the other one 
plays is a fat guy playing with puppets. No, one is an athletic monster. The other is a big. They're both undefeatable monsters. One is just speedy. No, the other is no. is one is wearing course. a really is is wearing a cardigan sweater that's two sizes too tight for his ass. They wear and a cardigan. That's probably why he needs to be home because he's injured because he can't breathe in those tight sweaters. No, he's 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 home because his 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 brain done broke and and he and his feelings are hurt because. He doesn't like that that, that that they told him your story isn't working and we're going to have you getting your ass kicked by Brock Lesnar so that the fiend has to come back. And Brock's like, that doesn't work for me, brother. And then they're like, OK, you're getting your ass kicked by Bobby Lashley. And then Uncle Howdy's going to see, see, you haven't listened to me. And the fiend's going to come back because we want the fiend back because nobody's buying your new Bray Wyatt merchandise because there is none. And we don't know what the fuck you are. But the fiend, we were selling six thousand dollars replica belts and we couldn't keep those masks in wwe shop zone so we want the fiend back and he's like no i've got i've got my plan i've got my plan and it's gonna be an epic it's gonna be like game of thrones in the dark is your new year still falling flat do you avoid stairs with multiple steps you are not alone this year millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low e but Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Get ready to attend the beauty event dubbed Sephora on steroids. Cosmoprof North America, the leading B2B beauty trade show, will celebrate its 20th edition, July 11th through 13th in Las Vegas. Visit CosmoprofNorthAmerica.com to learn how you can discover new brands and join the ranks of Sephora, Ulta, Macy's, Target, Nordstrom, and more. CosmoprofNorthAmerica.com. Power, and I'm only on page 5,500 of my $15,000, uh, 15 page, 15,000 page tome. And they're like, no. And he, and he cried and he went home because the three and a half million dollars he gets is, isn't enough to, to suck it up. Now, listen, maybe it's mental health. And, you know, if that's the case, I, I would. I with, withdraw it if, if it's so bad that he can't control it. But as someone who takes two prescriptions a day for those kinds of things and has it mostly under control, I you know, and knowing that he's got a body of work for well over a decade, I think I think this is more ego than than anything else. Also, I do have a personal contact who is a personal friend of of his. Who I'm listen. I'm not saying he's so close with me that he would tell the absolute truth, but he did say that Bray is health healthy. And happy, he's just sick of the politics. I like that you said you admitted to being on prescriptions. I, 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 I listen. If I'm going to sort of poo-poo something which touches on mental health, I, I want people to know it's not coming from a place where I'm wagging my finger at them. I want them to know that it, it's something that, that I deal with too. I like that you mentioned that, but. But that was after the fact that you totally went into this. I don't care. It's impersonation of Bray Wyatt. The the order is important to you? (laughs) All of it is important. I just, I love the, the... The, the impersonation. Well, listen, I need more. Listen, I, I wanted to leave that to the end so people stick around. They've, 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 they've got to know that the good stuff comes at the end. They can't just like turn off the show. Oh, very good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. It's like fishing. Uh, what, what it is like fishing. Um, Bianca. Like before WC, before uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling would come on, on, on 605 on WTBS, it was Orlando Wilson gone fishing. Don't go by the shop because I ain't in. Don't go by the house because I ain't home. I've gone <laughs> fishing again. Just cast them out and reel them in. I'm going fishing again. I've never remembered that show. Gone fishing with Orlando Wilson. No, I I'll never. I will never forget it. Obviously, I remember the show with Red Fox. I Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son reruns. The, one of the greatest shows of all time. And there was a bunch of other shit. A bunch of other reruns. I don't remember. Red 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 Fox does not get named as one of the great comedians of all time, and it's a crime. Because there'd be there'd be no so many others without him. There'd be no Richard Pryor without him. There probably wouldn't be a George Carlin without him. Right. Um, and, and those two led to pretty much everyone else. Let's see. Let's see. Any any other thing WrestleMania related that you want to talk about that you feel is going to be integral in the next couple of weeks? Honestly, no. I, I mean, I, I think that uh, it probably isn't, and hopefully, we'll we will meet again more frequently and if it is then we'll we'll mention it and we'll do a callback how about this one then we'll close up wrestlemania um ray versus dominic mysterio a lot of people thought dominic should go over because he's the up-and-coming star i honestly felt going into wrestlemania that ray needed the happy ending at wrestlemania but it wasn't going to be ray's last match right and Ray, Ray's last match will be when the family is ultimately reunited in one to two years from now at WrestleMania. And he gives and he turns over his master Dominic in the center of the ring. Um, whether Dominic is still over then, I don't know. But you asked me about the match. I thought it was near perfect. I thought the whole thing was near perfect. The, ma- the match was really good. I love I love the build. I love the entrance. What did you think about XCOM, XCOM Dom's uh, entrance? I mean, it was funny as shit. I mean, it was all good. Snoop driving him with the, the, the low rider. was. I mean, I thought that the Judgment Day, Legato, the Phantasma stuff was stupid. I'm glad they all got a payday for doing that, but that was dopey. But no, I, the, the match itself, and that's the way the story ended, especially with Cody not not winning you had to have some happy endings gunter retaining so you know you didn't get that seamus you know feel good ending and by the way i didn't think seamus i was i was sure for months seamus would get his grand slam i'm like no that seems like a summer slam thing but i didn't see gunter retaining i thought they would protect gunter i thought that drew was going to turn on seamus while like gunter would be down and like he and he would sort of gesture to seamus you're my friend. I want you to have this. And while Seamus was going to pin him, he'd play more right there and, and steal it. And we get a Drew heel turn. But <laughs> I was actually on Smack Attack on, on uh, Channel Attitude, how many media group. And John N. Wright, the host there, said, Jeff, I love it. That's really clever. But but WWE doesn't do that clever. And I'm thinking, but the bloodline's been clever. But I'm like, yeah, but you're right. They don't do a lot of – they don't do more than one clever s- story at a time. But, I, you know, anyway, that – Another prediction that I was happy to get, and I knew I was swinging, you know, I knew that that was one of my wild predictions. But, um, you know, again, the point was you needed some happy endings. You needed some feel good moments because you had some of the, you know, and by the way, like Roman, Gunter has at least, you know, half the audience totally on board with him, totally on board with the cool bad guy. I don't fucking get it, man. I know you I don't. don't. Fucking like Gunther. I know you don't. You're 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 a complicated man, and no one understands you but your woman. Like, like the I had this argument the That's other day the about who's a more 
who's a more over bad guy? Like if Cody was to win, who would be the guy? And and let's say we were, we believe the dirt sheets, which got all this shit wrong, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cause remember the, the rumor was that Roman was going to take a long hiatus after losing the title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Sure. Um, but who would be the first in line as the bad guy to go up against Cody Rhodes? I would have thought Dom Mysterio. Because I would have thought he's, that's what everybody else says. But who do you think? Well, they split it up, so we would think that. I mean, they had Gunter looking at the title. They had some interactions. He had his solo match was against Ludwig Kaiser. I mean, they they purposely, you know, gave us the misdirection, which is great because wrestling doesn't usually give us misdirections. It gives us the direction. Right. But to me, I think there's going to be more people booing the shit out of Dom then there are people that are going to boo the shit out of Gunther. Like, genuinely, the IWC and WWE Universe alike, together, hate the shit out of Dominic Mysterio. And Cody, you've got this sphere, again, before, leading up to WrestleMania, that if he were to win, how long does, does, does the crowd turn on? If you put Gunther in front of a champion Cody Rhodes the IWC part of that audience is going to turn on Cody Rhodes immediately. Gunter may, but, I mean, Dominic makes the one, two, three kid look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, the, the, this, this company isn't putting a made, isn't putting Dominic in, in the, in the main event thing. This, this story had personal touches to it. It had the, it had the extra clever thing of, you know, Eddie and the modern day China with, you know, it was almost like, yeah. you know, a parody of it. Uh, you know, and all of that worked purpose per- perfectly. I I still want to see what happens with Dom when the Ray story is over, and when Rhea goes to SmackDown because she's their champion, and Judgment Day doesn't necessarily follow, or when she ultimately dumps him because she's going to say, "Listen, I needed you guys to help me get to this platform. You helped me, but mommy doesn't need you anymore." I think you just take the whole Judgment Day and Rey Mysterio thing over to SmackDown. Uh, no, I don't think so. She she she, she, she doesn't need to be part of a pack anymore. She's she's a star. She they, they can't AEW her and give Powerhouse Hobbs a a, a title and then stick him with the QTV crowd. No, she's she's a star. She she needs to shine bright. She is a star, but Dom is a, Dom is a star too. Dom is a okay. Listen, in my opinion, Dom is a star in this particular box. Of, of these circumstances. And I have extreme doubts that that star power will last if he's not facing Ray and without Rhea by his side. Hmm. Interesting. And I think it's more important to invest in Rhea as a star because you have 10 years of dominance with her, of, of a top person. Dominic looks like shit and he doesn't wrestle particularly well. You're right. She's got 10 years of Dom dominance. <laughs> see? You see what you did there? I see. The, the, yeah. All right, Jeff, let's move on to the sale of WWE and these rumors about Vince and booking. So in the middle of the WrestleMania weekend, we get rumors that WWE is bound to be sold and it's probably going to be announced Monday morning. It, in fact, was announced on Monday morning that WWE is intending to sell the company for $9.3 billion to the Endeavor Group. They are um, owned or, or run by 
Ari Emanuel. Ari, you might um, know um, he is portrayed on the show Entourage by um, Jeremy Piven Piven. as Ari Gold. As Ari Gold. His brother Uh, is also Rahm Emanuel. Right. And so his brother, yeah, right. So Ari Emanuel is the CEO of Endeavor. They bought UFC several years ago for, I think, $4 billion. And now they're claiming that UFC is uh, is worth $11.5 roughly. $11.5 billion. Give or take $100 million. Yeah, I think that's uh, an inflated amount. I think this is all inflated, but you know, as as long as the people who are financing agree with it, I mean, what what do I know? Right, and so a lot of people are speculating whether that means UFC guys are going to be in WWE and WWE guys are going to show up in UFC. I don't think that this is a marriage, as far as that's concerned. I think. Ari Emanuel, Vince McMahon, and possibly Dana White, and definitely Nick Khan see the future as well. You're leaving Mark Shapiro out, who's who's also on top of them in the endeavor, right? Train. But nobody knows Mark Shapiro. He's he's a vanilla. Nobody knew who Nick Khan was until four years ago either, right? But now they know that he's uh, the most important con in all of professional wrestling. So, um. Everybody doesn't see that the future that is the media rights of both entities together, right? So if you have, let's say, a DC Comics and a Marvel Comics IP and library and all this together, together they're worth more to one individual media company, let's say streaming rights, that sort of stuff. Um, So I think that's the future is... You know, they're going to go into the business of their own production of content and not as much possibly selling both of them. But well, they'll see or maybe start their own. Right. Similar to how Disney started their own platform. But, you know, I think that right now there's more money in the content production and not the owning and creation of it. Um, on top of that. UFC, despite its claims of being more financially valuable than WWE, UFC, while they're good at promoting fights, they don't do it at the same spectacle as WWE. WWE just finished up WrestleMania, which for the last 15 to 20 years is the closest thing to an annual wrestling convention that occurs worldwide. UFC doesn't have anything close to that. And if they can tap into the mind of Vince McMahon, the mind of all the marketing and production people that are behind WWE, it is in Endeavor and UFC's best interest to say, hey, how do we create this? How do we create a UFC mania? Or something similar to that. That it's a whole week-long event. And that it's like a convention of USC and fight heads internationally. WWE can help create the blueprint for that. Because UFC has, as as much as they've tried, they can't 
crack the code. And so maybe that's why they're, these guys are getting married. I don't think it has to do with anything regarding talent exchanges, except for more production talent exchanges. Jeff, your thoughts. I agree with you on talent exchanges. I mean, we might see something like an older fighter with a big personality, like a Conor McGregor doing something like Floyd Mayweather. You might see more UFC fighters or wrestlers at vice versa events, you know, for interviews and appearances and cross promoting. But I very much think these two companies are going to be kept separate. Yes, they're going to be under one, let's just call it New Combat Sports Incorporated. They're going to be one company. By the way, uh, UFC shareholders will be 51% and WWE stock will be 49%. I Nobody knows what the conversion rate is going to be. UFC will will have six members of the board of directors. WWE will have five. Guaranteed Vince McMahon will be one of them. Well, I, I think guaranteed. But I don't think that, that what you're saying is going to... I think this is going to be smaller than you think. They may try to leverage... The media rights, and they should try. They there's they should explore their own internal streaming, but there's not a single streaming company on a large scale in the world that's made a dollar. They're all losing money. They're they're consolidating. Um, so, if I were them, I would keep everything. I would outsource it all where you can make profits. I mean, WWE never broke even on the WWE network. Now it's all free money. They get a billion dollars from Peacock. There's still three years on that. UFC's deal with ESPN expires, uh, I think, in 2025. No, you know, so nothing's going to happen just just yet. So I think they're going to make money continuing off media rights. Now, can they have economies of scale? Yeah, Endeavor's already said we're we're doing layoffs. I think WWE's going to do layoffs. They already did a lot of layoffs, but I think they're going to do layoffs. And like, and people are thinking, you mean wrestlers and fighters? No, I mean like their IT department. I mean like their their mid management. I mean like their marketing departments and their PR teams and their ad buying people and their sponsorship liaisons and you know accounting, you know and uh, you know things HR where they where they can consolidate uh, certain things. But I do think that they can do, let's just say they want to do shows in Chicago and they've been staying out of the United Center or whatever the one is in in downtown Chicago. They've gone to Rosemont because they want to save some money. Well, now because because the one in downtown is more expensive. Well, now instead of paying all of that uh, for one show, um, you know, because you probably have to rent it for, you know, more than one night. It's not like the Eagles going in concert. You break it down, you break it down. I mean, sometimes these these stages are pretty extravagant and they need to be there for several days to put it up and break it down and all that stuff. Well, you know, if you can agree on the on the decor, you just change the logos or whatever or have them both up there. You can have UFC do a do a super card on Friday night, and you can have WWE do a super card on on Saturday night, and they share the expenses. Um, you know, and maybe UFC isn't making as much from pay per views as they would like. Maybe they would like to say, "Hey, you know, if you resign with WWE, why don't you resign with UFC also, or sign with UFC and Peacock? You can now have." an entire another universe of live action sports and content and library. And, you know, 
why don't you give us $200 million a year for our stuff or, you know, or $260 million a year for our stuff and, you know, pay, give WWE 225 a year instead of 200 a year for it. So, you know, everyone makes more money and it stays on Peacock and, and whatever the case is. I, I think there'll be things, stuff like that, but I don't think they figured it all out yet. I mean, the IP is, is off the charts that you can lease the IP, you know, to, you know, to, to restaurants and, and, you know, sports bars and, you know, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. So, gyms, gyms, yeah. fitness clubs. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it's only a matter of time before, you know, you have, you know, wrestlers looking like NASCARs anyway with, with, you know, advertisements all over them. I know UFC already does it. Um, but WW, I mean, they doubled their sponsorships you know, last WrestleMania to this, ten million to twenty million. Uh, you know, they're getting a million and a half from Puerto Rico and three hundred thousand from, I, I think, the local tourism board in in San Juan. Uh, you know, to, to do the show in Puerto Rico, they're still getting their fifty or fifty five million dollars uh, twice a year from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, UFC maybe wants to, but one thing that's really intriguing to me is that Endeavor is owned by it's backed by Chinese money, which means it's possible the WWE can finally break into the Chinese TV market and live. Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E. But Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Get ready to attend the beauty event dubbed Sephora on steroids. Cosmoprof North America, the leading B2B beauty trade show, will celebrate its 20th edition, July 11th through 13th in Las Vegas. Visit CosmoProfNorthAmerica.com to learn how you can discover new brands and join the ranks of Sephora, Ulta, Macy's, Target, Nordstrom, and more. CosmoProfNorthAmerica.com. Friends, which they haven't been able to. And if that's the case, maybe that $9.3 billion isn't so crazy. If all of a sudden they have access to a market of, of one and a half billion people in which 300 million of them are freaking rich, uh, and there's probably a, you know another you know 150 million that they're doing okay. Yeah, there's 700 million or so living in abject poverty, but that that's still a, a country. The, the the entire population of the United States, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and Britain put together, you know, that has money to money to burn and kids to entertain. Um, and that and that that's a game changer. So you're saying Zia Lee is going to be the one that beats Bianca Belair? <laughs> yeah. If not, they should they should just make a, a, a Eurasian Championship belt, and you know, for I, I think the women should have a mid card title anyway. I mean, they, there's too many good women on the main roster right now, but more importantly, there's too many good women in NXT to to just have uh, the the two championships and and the tag team championship. So. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not start? Why why not have a Chinese talent win the belt in in Beijing, in in front of mm. one hundred and ten thousand people at at an Olympic stadium that that was used once for the Olympics and probably three times since then. All right. 
I think we've exhausted the possibilities of what this sale means. I think the next thing that we should talk about is the rumors that Vince McMahon is back to booking, baby. And sure looked that way Monday night. <laughs> you and I got into a Twitter exchange. It did look like that on Monday night. Even when ra- night two wrapped up, I was like, a lot of this stuff seems very Vince heavy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H booked night one and Vince booked night two. Um, so Monday night, and again, the dirt sheets, I got a feeling you've I personally believe you've got to take everything that comes out of the mouth of these dirt sheet writers, especially Dave Meltzer, with a grain of salt. This man has hated Vince McMahon and hated the WWE for the better part of the last 30 years. And he has made a lot of money on hating WWE and hating Vince McMahon. And he continues to do so. So you've got a biased uh, mouth that all this junk is coming out of. So him. he reports F- fightful. I mean, it, it, but he was the mo- he was the one yeah, he, guy that started it, and then everybody else started calling their sources, true. and so everybody started checking off that yes, Vince was at Gorilla. Yes, Vince was making last minute changes. He did not rip up the the raw script like he has nefariously done before, but. He was making last minute edits to the point where, like, you saw Seth Rollins be coached while he's in the middle of the ring that, you know, changes are happening. And he was on TikTok from audience cameras saying, you know, seeing that he was visibly upset. Well, it was was awkward. It was stupid. And Bailey walked out. Bailey rumored to walk out. Not rumored. She she walked out. I I can confirm it. You can so Jeff can confirm it. He was there. He I was wasn't there. It. I can confirm it. <laughs> you can confirm it. He wasn't there. Um, all this stuff about Vince coming back. You and I got into a bit of a small discussion because you were criticizing uh, my my dad, Vince McMahon, and I needed to You're step very up loyal. and exp- and ex- I'm very loyal to pops, and I needed to explain. You're something. like Rom- Romulus Roy from Succession. <laughs> I am. Um, I wanted to explain to you and to everybody else, because I feel everybody just wants to run on this hashtag fire Vince thing that I don't think Vince really has the time to do in-depth booking. He said it. I thought about the hashtag fire Vince thing just for a second. Then you can get right back where you are. Sure. Go ahead. The hashtag fire, fire events thing is stupid. And 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 not because you, you don't like the fact that he's booking, whether he is or isn't. That, 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 I'm completely on agnostic on that until Steve finishes his point and asks me to talk about that. But I can assure you that the new owners who have just acquired, in principle, a company for $9.3 billion, that their first act isn't going to be to fire someone who just got an executive chairman contract for two years uh, and enter into a, a breach of contract suit with a billionaire. On top of that, the this deal has been approved by the board of directors by both companies, but has not been voted upon by the shareholders of both companies. And Vince is still the 81 or whatever percent shareholder. So it only takes his one vote to say no to the sale. So he is the one person who can tank the entire thing. So they're not firing him. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe after the sale is through, then do hashtag fire Vince. I mean, at least live in the real world. 
there's no opinion there. That is just objective facts. Sorry, Steve. Q. No, it's all right. By by all means, you you can go ahead and rant. Yeah, it was a beautiful um, rant, though. It was. It was. It was on point. Um, and pretty short for but by my terms, pretty pretty economic with the language there. It was. It was. It was very very succinct. Yeah. Um, where I was going with this whole story. So anyway. Was, yeah. <laughs> well, I agree with I agree with everything that you said. Um, I think the one thing that people aren't keeping in mind is Vince is a savvy son of a bitch. He knows that the Raw after WrestleMania is going to pop a rating. And so I don't think that he's coming back to book full time. I think he wanted to put his dick on the table and show Ari Emanuel and all these other guys that, that, that are now the Endeavor group. He showed them. Hey, and it was flashed. Look at me. Look at me. No. <laughs> they don't look at who's... Fu- do, do you think that they're looking at JD from New York's Twitter, these fucking guys? I, I, they, they, oh, they, shit about Dave Meltzer? No, they are... What he's saying? They, they are no, they, aware of what's going on social media, but more importantly, they were aware... Don't give up. Hold on. They, they were aware of what was going on in the back. They were there. They, were, they weren't in Gorilla, but they were observing Gorilla, and they were not impressed by what they saw. Nonsense. This it's not nonsense. Complete, it's complete nonsense, Jeff. Listen, Vince that McMahon Raw was hideous. They, they squandered such a huge opportunity. They had the biggest Raw in years, and, and they, ruined, they squandered it. They squandered it? What was the ratings? The, the rating started at 2.6. It ended at 2, which is – but for the night after WrestleMania, with the sale, you know how many eyes should – they should have hit four. But they put on a shit they show. Never, they were never going to shit – put a four up. They can bring fucking – who can they bring back from the dead? They didn't need to. It was after WrestleMania. So much controversy, all the buzz. And the sale, oh, everyone wanted no, to see – No, no. They got, the, the they got over four for the, for the, the premiere on Fox. When SmackDown moved, they did, and because they had The Rock. I don't think The Rock was there. Yeah, he was. They they promoted The Rock, and The Rock was there. I don't remember The Rock. This 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 wasn't going to be anything more than than what they've been pulling in at at their highs two five two six. That's exactly what what where this number was going to be. Vince knew that this was going to pop a rating. He said, "You know what? Give me the fucking book. I'll pop a rating. I'll show them. Look." So you think he's pulling a Jericho? He's putting himself in the Big Bang Theory. Without a doubt, he's putting he's putting himself over. Without a doubt, this was the the mo of Vince McMahon, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if all of it goes back to Triple H. Well, you know what, Vince McMahon. Now you're already hearing the rumors. Now you're hearing the rumors again. Oh, Vince is going to manage SmackDown virtually. Bullshit. You know what? You think Vince? I I don't. Vince. The only thing I, I I don't mind rumors and I don't mind people thinking these things and whatever and I don't even really know what what's going on back there I, I you know I know which sources I trust more than those what I hate are the people and you know who they are who are saying Vince is so terrible you can tell he's so terrible he fucked up raw he's fucking up things and he was always controlling it so the same people who have been praising 
so much of what's been going on for the last, you know, half a year, eight months, however long it's been since Triple H was put in booking, that the, they now they're saying that Vince was controlling everything, all all this good stuff he was controlling. But he what he lost his mind on Monday and and fucked it all up. I mean, just pick a lane. You want to say Vince came in and he, and he asserted his genetic jack, you know, jackhammerness and and took over and did exactly what at least what you're saying makes sense. But they're they're like. They're contradicting themselves in the, in, in the same thing. They're saying, like, Solomonster and JD, they're saying they've been lying to you the entire thing, and now Vince is in control again. Well, if Vince was in control the entire time, they haven't been lying to you. I mean, don't any of these people, like, study history, or haven't they at least watched Game of Thrones or Succession? The, what we saw was a palace coup, and and it and it succeeded for a bit, but it failed like many palace coups did because they didn't kill the king. That's right. All right, so go back as you were. So I actually, I actually think I agree with you. Like I, I thought you were going a different direction, but I actually agree with you. That you're saying he, he took the book Monday night because he knew he was going to get that bump, and he wants to take credit for it. And maybe he, he laid an egg, but he knew that no matter what, it was going to look, you know, eight hundred thousand people better than the week before. Right, and now, now he's a, he's again he's he's a genius, is what he is. He knows. Again, now he's got somebody to court. He's got somebody to impress. Well, Jericho so, and Orange Cassidy are geniuses. He's a genius too because they do the same shit. The Orange, hold up. Uh, we're not. Hold up a second. We're not. We're not. We're not putting. Our, we're not putting pockets in the same book as as Orange Cassidy, okay. not Pac. I said pockets. Oh, pockets. Pockets. Cassidy. No, because he he gets himself booked in in the first quarter of no, no, Dynamite. No, 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 no. Not, okay, move along. Forget million dollar investment. It's a nine billion dollar. Forget the Orange Cassidy thing. Just move on. Thank you. Thank you. That's how dare you? How dare you compare my father to that fucking? I'm just talking. Never mind. You're right. How dare I? Forget it. Forget I said it. Thank you. Thank you. So again, Vince is smart. He knows. We're going to pop a rating. I'm going to look like the winner, no matter if I put out fucking Swiss cheese to fucking just cut a promo for two hours. It's going to pop a rating. And it did. And now Vince can say, all right, you know what? I'm going to give the book back to Triple H. Triple H, you're such a fucking genius. Here you go. Here's the here's the here's the book. It's essentially bearing Triple H because, you know, the rating's going to go down on on Friday and next Monday, the rating's going to go back to one point six where it's usually been hanging out. And Triple H can book those matches and Triple H can book those shows. Vince is going to just lay his hands off. He'll 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 critique he'll, like he like Jeff just said. I'm sure this man has been critiquing and making small edits here and there, but he hasn't been there actively making calls on the fly sure. this man wanted to put his dick on the table in front of his new new bosses that again it's like him trying to impress a girl it's just look at me i'll i'll pay for this check look at me i'm gonna finish this whole fi- filet mignon in one bite but his credit card was declined <laughs> but he but he chinsed out on the credit card so there you go so that's that's my opinion on this whole thing i think vince it's an over it's an exaggeration of who's booking. I think Triple H is obviously still booking and and everybody's happy. Vince will Vin, will Vince have hand in let's say let's say there are talent layoffs like Jeff mentioned a while ago, right? If there are talent layoffs, will Vince be like you know, Bronson add Bronson Reed to the list again. Yeah, without a doubt. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And and he can do that cuz he's Vince McMahon. Right. 
he's back. So he knows what's best for business, but he also, I think I would want to hope that he's learned. I don't need to book. The show is still the show. The production is still the production. The machine still moves on without me interfering on a hourly minute by minute basis on the booking. I don't need to manage to this level. We're recording on Thursday night, April 6th. And I think that Friday night, April 7th, SmackDown is going to be really interesting to watch to see what the show feels like. The matches that are advertised feel more like the booking that has been for the past eight or nine months than the shit show that we saw Monday night. Now, listen, there were the Brock stuff. I thought that was great. Chef's kiss. And there were some other things that were pretty good in the show too, but really I thought Mm -hmm. maybe 17 minutes out of 180 were okay to, to great. The rest sucked, sucked painful. It was, it was weird. Um, but we'll, Why? Because Braun, because Braun Breaker didn't show. No, no. I, first of all, Jay White, you know Jay that White I, you up. know that I'm a skeptic on Braun Breaker. You, you, you know that. Uh, I told you he was going to turn heel. Yeah, who cares? So good because he has no personality. Um, so the, good. That's great. That's that's a good move. Smart. Um, anyway. Uh, I just, I just think it's going to be interesting to watch to see if it feels like a wrestling show and not a shit show. Because a wrestling show doesn't have to be great. Again, if if fifty percent of it is good, if if another you know seventeen percent is pretty good, and you only don't like you know a third, that's Hall of Fame for wrestling. I mean, that 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 that, that is success. Um, so. Tomorrow night will be, you know, I'm sure this show will drop after it, but SmackDown will be very interesting. But if you want to hear my thoughts on it, watch the Smack Attack, which will be, which will be around 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find it on my Facebook, Twitter, pwcnetwork.podbeam.com, or the Hameen Media Group, or Channel Attitude. Very good. You're so, so good at plugging yourself i'm really terrible at it but i'm I'm getting better um let's see what else where else can we go from here we talked about the sale we talked about vince booking um i hate to say it but i think we have to talk about the the guerrero situation before we get there i think let's i think we just mentioned jay white i mentioned jay white so let's talk about that for a minute and i think this will pivot me back to what I wanted to mention about Cody. You want me to say what I want to say about Jay White? Meh. But I agree with you, Jeff. We've been saying this for the last several months. Like I've told you this, Jeff, Jay White has no business appearing on the main roster of WWE. He's a nobody to WWE audience. Correct. He is nobody to know to, but I mean, I think they could have done vignettes for four weeks and brought him. I listen. I think he would have done well in WWE. He, he's he's sort of like a Seth Rollins type or an AJ Styles type. I think you he would have, have a Seth Rollins. You have an AJ Styles. What else is he bringing to the table? Well, he's younger. I mean, which is one thing. But listen, he's 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 a talented guy. But would he make a difference? No. Everybody who loves Jay White is already watching AEW. 
Nobody is going to – people who hate WWE for for WWE are not going to watch it because Jay White is there. So, listen, I don't think he could have made a wrong decision as long as he's being, being paid. But I don't think he would have been a game changer. He's He would have been a nice addition to the roster, and I think he could have thrived. Maybe he wouldn't have. Maybe he would have been more Dolph Ziegler than AJ Styles. I don't know. But in AEW, you know, he'll – you know, he's just another guy that, that they've got a whole bunch of him, a bunch of them. And he's he's when he comes there, he hasn't just taken one guy's spot. He's probably taken 10 guys spots because that's how it works in AEW. Agreed. I mean, he gets kicked out of Bullet Club and they're advertising him as part of Bullet Club here. I mean, you don't know that because you don't care about New Japan Wrestling. Guess what? You know who else didn't know that? Me. Until people looked to, told me he got kicked out of Bullet Club on, on New Japan television. But now he's him and uh, um, Juice Robinson are, you know, Bullet Club. Now, Juice Robinson is Bullet Club. Like, who gives a fuck? Bullet Club hasn't been interesting for seven years, uh, you know, if, if, if you ever found it interesting. Um, and even then, they were recycling the same stories, but it was still new to me then. Um but I, yeah, it's just men. Good for just like I feel the same way about FTR. It's like if they came back, swell. If they stayed, fine. I think they're actually better off in AEW. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm all set with five eight wrestlers. I, it, it, it's it's fine. You're right. You're right. I I just take exception with all these. I I don't understand how internet wrestling community fans, these smart marks, still don't get what WWE. Is going for WWE is not looking to hire vanilla midgets and put them over on, at the expense of their own stars. To go back to Cody Rhodes, for instance, Cody Rhodes beats Seth Rollins three times. After that, he gets injured and is gone for eight to nine months. Before Seth Rollins, what did he do, Jeff? He lost to who? Who? Sammy. Is Cody Rhodes. Who did he lose to on his way out of AEW? Want to get your beauty brand in front of Sephora, Ulta, Macy's, Target, Nordstrom, and more? Exhibit at Cosmoprof North America, the leading B2B beauty trade show, July 11th through 13th in Las Vegas. Visit CosmoprofNorthAmerica.com to learn how you can be part of this event's 20th edition. CosmoProfNorthAmerica.com Looking to upgrade your HVAC system? Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, you may be eligible for a $2,000 tax credit for installing a new heating-cooling heat pump system that will lower your energy bills while helping America transition to clean energy. Learn more about savings you may qualify for at bit.ly slash estimate my refund. You think that this guy who got his ass handed to him by Sammy Guevara 12 months later should be winning the WWE undisputed universal title. From Roman Reigns. I, nobody remembers. It's a different... Same guy. Oh, different Plan, oh you know who... Je- Jeff, you know there's one fucking guy that is going to remind us immediately. And that's Tony Khan. 
Sure. He will be so quick to remind. That's my guy, and he's the champion. This is AEW. Fine. Every time he does that, it just shines light on his competition. No. No. Fuck that. This is another reason why Roman Reigns couldn't go down okay, to Cody it, Rhodes but, at this but What does this time. have to do with Jay White? Because it goes back to the idea of these, these guys with their vanilla midget style wrestling getting over in WWE. Yeah, but, but, it's but, not going to fucking happen. Yeah. He has no – just like Cody Rhodes has no business being Roman Reigns at this point in time, Jay White has no business – Sniffing the main roster. He should have day if he was gonna sign a WWE, he should have been fast tracked to NXT, and that's it. But there's still a bunch of people, probably people that listen to our own podcast, that think you guys are wrong. Jay White's a star. Cody Rhodes should have beat Roman Reigns. Fuck you guys, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm agnostic really on what Jay White needed to do, whether he's an I mean, I don't think he needed to be an NXT, but really that that's I don't feel strongly about that. I, mean, I, I know we strong. heard you for the, loudly and like way too intensely over fucking Jay White. That's strong feelings. Yeah, they, but look, Jay White is a talented wrestler. I think he would be a good addition to any any squad. And and you know, they, they could have built him up slowly. There were plenty of built in stories for him. Former Bullet Club people, you know, he could have gone through the Good Brothers. He could have beaten Dolph Ziggler. He could have had a little thing with Finn Balor over the Bullet Club. Then he could have had a thing with AJ Styles over the Bullet Club. And you could have built him up. It could have been the whole year before that. And you see if the crowd likes him or not or whatever. But he's he's not just a vanilla midget. Right. He's he's a little bit. Yes, he, no, he's he isn't. He's he's over six feet tall. He's he's in good shape. He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid wrestler. He can sort of do it all. I'm not saying he's the greatest thing since sliced milk. Like I said, meh. It's meh. But you know, I don't. It, it clearly it wouldn't make a difference either way. And but I wouldn't have been upset if he came to WWE. But I'm not upset that he went to AEW. It's 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 like fine. I don't care. He showed up on AEW like six months ago. Right. He's been there three or four times before. And got washed, and nobody knew anything. Right. Then he goes to TNA. You remember that? He went Impact. to TNA. What did he do in Impact. TNA? Sorry, Impact. Nothing. Nothing Sorry. in Impact. I, I misidentified TNA or Impact. Well, two different He didn't do anything there, right, Jeff? Nothing. I mean, I don't know who would know. So, so this guy needs to show up on WWE television as a big shit? Get the fuck out of well, here. Yeah, this is – you. There's a – listen – you know that WWE knows how to do vignettes and sell someone. I'm just saying that they could have done it. Listen, they used to do it in the old days. Nobody knew who Kurt Hennig is, but they did things about Mr. Perfect. Nobody knew who Ted DiBiase was. He was wrestling in freaking Oklahoma and Louisiana, but they did the vignettes for that. I'm just saying that they know how to do it, and they could have done it. I'm not saying they had to do it. I'm just saying that the Jay White's good enough that he could have started the main roster. But it's moot now. What are we even talking about this for? He's in AEW. Good. He belongs there. Fine. Move on. <laughs> I can't stand that goddamn show. AEW has a new show, Jeff. Let's talk about AEW. What new show do they this have? The, welcome, welcome, everybody. This is the new tra- This is the trash portion of the show if you, <laughs> where we talk about AEW. AEW has a new Wh- show, right? Show? The, the re- uh, probably canceled by now. Oh, the All Access? No. The All Access show where they're talking about real life things. Oh, like, yeah. It's a scripting. Shitting, shitting on Thunder Rosa for two right. hours, and 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 burying uh, CM Punk. What, did you watch this show? I, I did. 
I watched the first one DVR. Sadly, I participated in the the live, view, you know, the airtime viewing of the second episode. So I contributed to the think? ratings. What did you think about this? Um, listen, if I wa- if I didn't watch AEW already, it, it had absolutely nothing for me, and it barely does now. It's not it's not particularly interesting. It doesn't feel candid at all. It feels all well campy and whatever, and it's. Uh, it's not very good, but if you like AEW or if you have nothing else to watch and you like wrestling, you know, or if you like, you know, if it's fine. It, it it's all, it's also meh to somewhat sub meh. What if you hate AEW? Will you like this show? Probably not, except you uh, listen, but you could get enjoyment from hate watching it because some of the people are so unlikable and like Matt Hardy, even if you like him or not, he just looks so awkward and weird. Like it's like he's almost like sort of disfigured, like his face is weird in this. Um, But Sammy Guevara is featured. And if you hate Sammy Guevara, you're going to hate him even more. So, you know, the Bucks are the I don't know. It's all is. I mean, the first episode, the only thing I learned is that Luchasaurus is pretty much the Young Bucks bodyguard, like he travels with them. And so I think he's there to, to protect them. And he wears his mask <laughs> all the freaking time. Where, where, where was he during this CM Punk melee? Uh, well, I think maybe he got this bodyguard position after that. What a fucking jumper. Yeah, they, they gave him a new mask. Fine. It took them three months to figure out they can put him on TV with a new mask and and, and not worry about the copyright infringement suit for a new mask because it was only the I, No, the show is not very good. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's just filler. It's empty calories. This, so did they, did they air the part, part where like the, the Bucks are like, Oh, we're not the bad guys. We're trying to just, you know, we try to fly under the radar. Bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of them trying to present themselves as innocent, good guy. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, they 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 try to come off as if they're 22 and not 35. And Omega too. Uh, no, Omega wasn't on very much on the on the episode last night. Last week, frankly, I don't remember. There was a lot of Britt Baker. And, you know, her back is bad. And there was a lot of Soraya on this one also. The funny thing is, you know, Thunder Rosa, who has a bad back, hasn't been on TV at all, or maybe once in the last, what, 18 months. Britt Baker, who apparently is too injured to, to, to wrestle or compete at all, she hasn't missed any time on TV. In fact, Jamie Hayter, the champion, is still very much feels like the sidekick to, to her. Um, again, bad. What's in Baker wrestling in Ohio? What's that? Wasn't Baker wrestling in Ohio? Yeah, she she's yeah, and and the match was terrible, and the, her back's not getting better, and so I guess they've decided, hey, you need to take some time off. I, I you know, I don't know, you know, it's not like she was that great a wrestler to begin with, but she had a, you know, she has a she has a good shtick. I mean, but Jamie Hader comes out and they they chant DMD even even before Britt's out there. And what happened to Rebel? Right. She's com- she's completely gone. I don't know. Maybe she can. Well, no, the, the, the trip. That, that show is not particularly good. And by the way, this Battle of the Belt Six is on this Saturday night. I didn't know that there was a Battle of the Belt Six until until Dynamite, and I, and I barely caught that because they're they, they like tried to squeeze so much into last night's Dynamite. I don't want to do it all here because I know you don't care about Dynamite. But listen to the PWC, the skirm, the Wednesday night skirmish where myself, Jimmy T, and Chris Sams, we broke it. And the funny thing is, just like on this show. 
I, I'm the one who hated AEW, I think, the least last night. Um, and it didn't start that way. I mean, Jimmy and Chris were very forgiving of AEW. And now it's like they totally shit on. I'm just like, maybe this explains why I still watch wrestling after 50 years. It's just like, just like eh, whatever. You know, you know wrestling is shitty schlock anyway. Speaking of shitty schlock, Moxley. Oh, Moxley is on his uh, wife's podcast. Yeah, that was funny. This was ridiculous. I I came away listening from this, and I usually I used to hold Renee in high regard. I thought she was a, a bright individual. I thought she was, you know, smart. I, I would often Josh with you and say, Jeff, what is this woman doing with this man? How does she let him inside her? This explains everything to me. She must be as inbred as he is because all this is on the podcast is her kissing his ass. This man is obviously, I don't know. Did you listen to the podcast? You made me, you sent it to me. Did you hear the part where he's like, you know, fantasizing about Marina Shafir's feet? Yeah, that was all weird. I mean, and it was very weird. And he's like, I, 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 I got into knowing how good Marina Shafir is because I was staring at her feet. I mean, of all the people on the AEW roster to pick out for prey, he picks right. Marina Shafir. He's probably sleeping. Ugh. Or wants yeah, to. Yeah, is she still with Roderick Strong? I mean, is he still alive? Who knows? I mean, I don't care where Roderick Strong is, but yeah. You know. I don't, I don't know, but all I know is that was just very creepy. Just all it, of it. it was and then she's like, yeah, you like her feet? Yeah. Shut up, Renee. Renee, Renee just, oh, yeah, CM Punk. R- R- Renee, Renee is definitely a closet freak. Oh, my God. She, she does sound like it, but... Jesus Christ. Uh, she's also like a closet idiot as well. I mean, I, I mean, he did that. sound punch drunk, but at times he sounded smart, but I, I, I don't think he's sober. Where, Jeff? Where did he sound smart? There were times when he was funny. Like he used phrases. I can't remember they were, where they were, but he used, he used phrases I didn't expect him to, to, to use. Uh, and I wish I, could, I wish I could call back to them, but so much has happened since I listened to that. Like, duh? <laughs> Not like that. Duh. <laughs> no, like he would say things like the hero's journey or stuff, stuff like this. Just, just callbacks to like things in literature and, you know, the, that I wouldn't expect him to, to say, but. Was he quoting Plato? Maybe. Is that, was I that think it? so, yeah. I, th- I think it was Lord Byron. This guy. He was saying he's quoting Lord Byron. <laughs> Please, I'm sure he's quoting Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Fucking guy. CM, so Moxley's on the show mm-hmm. because CM Punk had a meltdown. Yes, he did. I, I'm all for his meltdown. Again, oh, I'm always for CM Punk meltdowns. They're they're hysterical. They're fantastic. I mean, that's why I'm so upset we haven't done the show there because we could have had a whole show on his meltdown. But it's so, and then Jericho's response, and well, you know, and all the people thinking, still thinking it's a work. I mean, it, you know, it's the man hasn't done anything. Nothing. All he was doing was just collecting his check at home, and yet again, Dave Meltzer, because he's talking to the Super Kick Twins. He just writes some nonsense on his shit. He makes something up. And drags CM Punk out of the, the, the shadows and he says something. And he talks about this. He buries Moxley and the build mm-hmm. to the, the championship that Moxley demanded that he go over on CM Punk before he drops the belt to right. CM Punk. What a dick move. Mm-hmm. What a dick move from John Moxley. See, I don't believe it, though, because Moxley, I mean, he really does seem like a I-don't-give-a-shit kind of guy. But he admitted it. He admitted it on the podcast. He's all like, yeah, 
Why should I put over this fucking schmuck? I'm the biggest fucking guy. What? I didn't hear, I didn't hear quite like this. Shit, I didn't hear quite like that. But uh, yeah. run it back, Jeff. Because you, you I'm definitely not. Run, exactly I'm definitely not listening to it twice. <laughs> listen to it. I'm absolutely not listening to it twice. It's bad enough if I had to listen to it once. And Marina Shafir's feet. This is fucking wild. He thinks he he thought it, it makes it does not surprise me that he's very excited about. You know, let's do it like Rocky Three. Like I'm Clubber Lang, and you're Rocky, and it's got to be a journey. Shut up. Like CM Punk, people just want to see him fucking win the title, and the fact that this guy can't let his own fucking ego out of the way to be like, no, I'm not gonna job clean to you. You need a job to me, and you need to come back before you're fully healed to do it in the middle of the ring. What a dick move! Yeah. And- but, but it's also Tony's fault. I mean, it's it's mostly Tony's fault. He's got to control his people. He 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 still has no ability to control them. No, he doesn't. He's an idiot. He's a, he's a complete. And then he lets cameras go backstage where where they're talking shit about Thunder Rosa right right there on the show that he announced. Or he's lucky that there's only six episodes. The thing is 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 uh, is a third over unless his next huge announcement is that it get, it gets renewed. I mean, Jeff, does Thunder Rosa have like she's she looks like shit in this show? Mm-hmm. By the way, like they, she's not on it, right. right? She's she's being buried constantly. Does she have anything, you know, lit- litigious here? I, I've never seen her contract. I mean, so probably not. I mean, she's a public figure. Most of what you're hearing is so opinion. They, I mean, probably not. But she's a public figure in the company, so they're they're very, very openly. Causing negative, I know, but they but they could say, "Listen, we're calling it a reality show, but everyone knows the most reality shows are scripted. This is storyline." But it doesn't matter. She's a public gotta, figure. I mean, and and is this changing anyone's opinion of? Listen, defamation is a very hard thing to do. Period. Um, and and also, I think this is defamation. I think there's libel here. I think that this libel is just a form of defamation. Libel is written defamation. Slander is 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 slander. This is very slanderous because this is obviously going to cost her future bookings. No, it's not. Yeah, I think so. I I mean, if she can't get healthy, it will. But where's what's his name? Where's uh, uh, the lawyer? What's what's Stephen Pinu? Stephen Pinu. So call someone. Call Stephen Pinu right now. You have his number. He knows you. You know him. He's been on this show what three times. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Stephen Pinu that he needs to call Thunder Rosa and get this slander defamation lawsuit. On the I think he I ASAP. think he's too busy losing suits uh, to a Ring of Honor company that no longer exists. Oh well, oh no. Trying trying to get the independent contractor uh, thing overturned in, in state and federal courts in Maryland and and uh, last I heard losing as, as a matter of fact you know maybe because of that maybe for other reasons we know but you know I haven't bothered in a while but he last I texted him he didn't respond oh this this has legs though this he can make his money back on this <laughs> Tony Khan looks like the type of guy that will pay you to go away. But do it like Trump style, where like he does it nefariously and then gets caught for. So you think it goes through s- smart Mark Sterling's uh, bank account, or, or <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah. it comes out of what, what's his what's the Premier League Mega. team? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arson. It's a check from Jacksonville Jaguars, like one Jacksonville way yes. or whatever. That's right. That's right. <laughs> check comes from the Jacksonville Jaguar yeah. logo. On you, know, it. you find out that it was first, you know, made by by the whatever is Fulham or whatever his, his Premier League team is. Yep. Yep. That's exactly. Speaking right. of them, they're, they're, they're announced their first show in London. Going out of business. August 27th in Wembley Stadium, which seats 90,000 people. Jeff, they're not gonna fucking fill this. This no, you think that you think I, that I don't think they have ninety thousand people that watch it in the UK. And do you think that people, the United States fans, are gonna fly out? There? I mean, some would, but not many. I mean, it's pretty damn expensive, and this is not you know. I mean, wrestling fans do crazy things, but no, not. I mean. They they don't go to the local cities to 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 see. I mean, they didn't sell out the the last several pay per views. I mean, Forbidden Door is sold out, but they didn't release all the tickets. But Forbidden Door is. I mean, it's different. It's sort of an event. It's sort of a spectacle. It's two different promotions, but they're saying all in, and everyone's speculating it's going to be represented as all different promotions. But I don't I don't think all these promotions are going to go in for that again. I mean, NWA and Impact both got severely burned by AW. I mean, AAA seems to be making nice for them again, but. I don't know. No, but ninety thousand? No. It, if they put on the best card possible, I think they can. You know, maybe get twenty, twenty-five thousand. But however great that might be, it's still going to look terrible in a ninety thousand seat arena stadium. Who's going to need to be on this card for them to get to twenty to twenty-five thousand? You probably have to have. Omega versus Okada at the top of the card. I mean, let, I'm going to assume CM Punk either still won't be healthy or it still won't be worked out. I mean, you if you had CM Punk versus, you know, John Moxley Omega. or Omega, like in a grudge match, that, that could be the top of the card. Otherwise, Omega versus Okada, Will Ospreay, that, that crowd would like. Uh, Okada was supposed to be at the first Forbidden Dork, and he didn't. No, no, show Okada up. was. He wasn't supposed to be at the first Forbidden Door. Uh, he came in last minute um, in the in that four way match. What? Right. Yeah. Not even, not even anywhere near the top of the card. Well, he was in he was in the main event, but it was a fatal four way, and it was like five days before. So yeah. Um, and what about uh, Tanahashi? Was he at the first yeah, Forbidden yeah, Door? Yeah, he was there. And what did he do? He lost all. all I, I don't know. Whatever, but you know, they didn't do nothing. Well, he did something, they, they, but I, I, Naito was Naito there? Naito was not there. No, he wasn't there. there Naito was. works so, with Noah now. Right. So look, Forbidden Dork is already falling apart. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it's it's two different cards. But I mean, when Forbidden Door is in Toronto, so <laughs> we're talking about Wembley. I understand, England. but but everybody, Forbidden Dork is. Nothing but a spectacle of marketing. They haven't put any type of dream matches together to make it worthwhile. They couldn't put Daniel Bryan versus uh, what's his face, the 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 little thin Zack Saber Junior. Right. They couldn't get that match on the card. Maybe they'll get it on this time. Who knows? But I mean, they're both heels right now, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But okay. But you know it, it. It's 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 again. If you want to buy into this shit, but you know maybe they'll they'll wake up and realize that you know Tony's pulling the fast one on everybody. But they're two but different cards. Whatever. I mean, this is. I, mean, I understand, but the the if you believe what what AEW is putting out there, that the 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 
Chicago Listen, Center. I, I, I think that they will sold out. I think that they will actually have about eighty five hundred to ten thousand people, and I think that Tony Khan will totally buy the other eighty thousand tickets and say it's sold out. Oh, I think I. I think that he'll be out there on the streets telling everybody that it's an Arsenal match and then or Manchester United match and give, then give away, just give like, away free tickets. So- soccer's not happening. No, but, but today. He's, going he's, he'll definitely buy all of the unsold tickets. Yes, he's an idiot. <laughs> well, there you go. We've 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 come to the final conclusion of the show. We we don't need to do any more shows. So we've we've come to the bottom of everything. Tony Khan is an idiot. Excelsior. Um what else? What else do we need to talk about as far as AEW is concerned? Vicky Guerrero. Let's talk about Vicky Guerrero. She's she's apparently did you know that she's in therapy? (laughs) I mean I would think apparently I would think that she's been in therapy since she's a teen, as ugly as she is. Are you talking about Vicky or the daughter? Vicky. Oh, okay. <laughs> about to say, oh my God. <laughs> the daughter? I've, I've, I've never seen the daughter. I, I heard what she said. The, the, I mean, I've seen Shaw Guerrero, Guerrero, but I've, I've Sherilyn. I've never seen Sherilyn. Sher, this is not. This is not Shaw. This is. Sherilyn. I know. I just said Sherilyn. But this is a horrible story Terrible. where Sherilyn is accusing, um, I guess, her new stepfather. Yeah. Um. Vicky's husband of uh, sexual misconduct. Assault on a cruise ship. Assault. Where there's like no escape on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. Right. And so I guess they tried to bribe her or silence her by buying a car. That doesn't get uh, discovered until Vicky decides to respond to Sherilyn. Now, all this information comes out a couple days ago on social mm-hmm. media. Sherilyn, probably not the best way of announcing your family squabbles through social probably media. Probably not, but what do you expect from, from these generations? It's the only thing they know how to do is, is to go on social media. And listen, if she was if it was a cry for help or a cry for attention, sure as fuck worked. Correct. And so Vicky I mean airing your family's dirty laundry in public isn't a good look, but if, if you had no alternative, may, maybe it's maybe it was smart. I, I don't know. Um, maybe. I don't know. I mean, again, we'll see if she gets any help, but definitely reconciliation within the family is very, very far. Yes. Yeah. The, the best case scenario, though, before we knew anything else was that very ugly public things was dragging this family through the mud. On the, uh, the worst case scenario beyond that were felonies committed of a, you know, borderline incestuous nature with the aiding and abetting of, of somebody that we've known for, you know, 20 years, you know, through wrestling. And so Vicky goes online on Instagram and responds. And I guess the best way I can describe this is she doubles down on crazy and pretty much calls Sherilyn a liar. Mm -hmm. And that she, if she had so many problems with um, her husband, I think his name is Chris, then why did she accept his car like she's driving around in in a car that he paid for. Why wouldn't you take a fucking car? What does that do with anything? And 
Well, she took the car because she needed to drive away from him. I mean, him. yeah. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't? What, the, what is that? Why would you take a car from him if you hate him so much? Well, <laughs> I mean, as payment, as as partial compensation for what he put me through. I mean, and yeah, because I, I could use an escape vehicle. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't understand that at all. It's like, why would you take a car from what, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> People, people steal and take things from people they hate all the time. I mean, that's one of the motivations for crime. <laughs> and, and so, you know, the, this, this family situation is fucked beyond it's foobar. It's, it's fucked up beyond all recognition. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know where this goes. All I know is that it probably is, is fucking with Vicky's money now. Cause any thought of, her coming back to WWE to represent Dom. Oh, Jesus, who would want her? Which was being rumored over WrestleMania oh, weekend yeah. is by the same idiots who were who were you were just talking about before who makes shit up. That Vince is booking. Yeah, I mean, for, for first of all, Vicky's contract doesn't end until July. They she, they just sent her home. They said we're not using you. Whether this has anything to do with it, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and so. Uh, not looking good in the uh, Guerrero. But you household. you heard what other members of the family said, right? Oh, I I heard what Chavo said. Chavo is like, yeah, we stand in support of Sherilyn. Right. Chavo said it absolutely her. happened, but also Shaw came out and oh, I didn't. And hear she that. said what what Sherilyn is saying happened on the cruise ship absolutely happened, and that was horrible and never should have happened to you, but. When Sherilyn says we abandoned her, that's not true. We tried to go to therapy. We tried to do this. We tried to do that. And, you know, then she basically said, you know, airing the family laundry. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Uh, you know, airing the family dirty laundry isn't isn't good. What, you know, what occurred never should have happened. It's inexcusable. But um, so she's trying to, you know, be the mediator, I suppose, and sort of chastising them both. But she's she. But she verified that it happened. Um, I don't know. I mean, there is no coming back from a stepfather sexually abusing his stepdaughter while married. I mean, well, definitionally, he's married to the mother. I mean, so, you know, listen, I hate to say this, but because I know people love Eddie Guerrero and he was a great wrestler and he was and he was very entertaining. and And because of that, people love him. But he was also an addict and he was a shitty guy and he had one child out of wedlock when he and Vicky were separated, but he was in rehab. So that's not really separation. He met the woman in rehab and got her pregnant. Um, So he's, you know, so he's not exactly a great guy. He was an addict. He died of his addiction and she was there the whole time. Now, either she wasn't strong enough to do anything about it or she enabled him, or maybe she took turns doing both. But she's not a particularly attractive woman. She's probably insecure. And here she is enabling something just as bad, on a, if not worse, on a different level, because she's chosen man versus health and well-being of family again. And so, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't really feel for Vicky. I mean, if, 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 if my spouse was diddling my child... I mean, what what's to talk about? I mean, 
it, it's time to go. It's time, it, he, he's got to go or we've got to go. Yeah, therapy, sure, but not with him, not to reconcile. He, 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 the detectives need to take him. The next time you see him, it's going to be out of the arraignment. And after that, it'll be at the trial or the plea bargain when you're, you're testifying as to why it's aggregating offenses and why he should get the maximum. It, it's not, hey, let's all get back together again. Right. I mean, it doesn't sound like you just squeezed her ass, which is disgusting enough if it's your, your stepdaughter. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it was sexual assault. Right. Yeah. yeah. Disturbing on, on many facets. Yeah. And if I'm Chavo and, and the other members of the Guerrero family, I'm sure there's lots of them. They either need, you know, hopefully Sherilyn is with them or they should find her and they should take her someplace safe if she's not already someplace safe. Or even if she's someplace safe, but it's not with them, they should they should form a circle around her and, and keep her in, in, you know, with them to make sure that she knows that she still has family, she's loved, and, and they're going to protect her. Do you think that she's safe in, let's say, Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> um, the, <ooh. laughs> I'm going to go with no. <laughs> Moving on, um, Jeff. What what else do we have uh, in random notes? Ratings? Right. Anything else? Random notes. So let's let's talk about a whole bunch of stuff. So in the world of free agencies, we got Mercedes Monet. Her contract with New Japan is over. She's defending her IWGP title this weekend in a in a triple threat. I'm assuming that she will lose the title, but she won't take the pin. Uh, we don't know what's up for her next. The Bella twins are now the Garcia twins, and they're free agents. Goldberg's a free agent. MLW released Enzo, uh, and the you know the noteworthy thing about that is he was supposed to be in the main event this Saturday, challenging Hammerstone for the MLW Heavyweight Championship, and they they didn't they let him go because uh, he didn't like the creative, he didn't want a job to certain people, and you know uh, you know you're not supposed to do that, but uh, in MLW I can almost understand it because he already lost a match to Microman, so. <laughs> You know, and it's not like they pay a lot there. Alicia Toot asked for and was granted her MLW release. Trinity Star, free agent, formerly known as Trinity Fatu or Naomi. Um, Mickey James, free agent, but also injured. So uh, she was going to. So she her she was the Impact Knockouts champion, and now it's vacated. Josh Alexander, the Impact's heavyweight champion, injured. He tore his triceps. He's going to be out for a long time, so he had to relinquish his title. Carrie Sane is a free agent. She's talked about wanting to come back to the United States. She's named a bunch of wrestlers she wanted to work with, all of which work for either AEW or WWE. Vikingo, woo, dream match. Um I, I would welcome her. Back. I would too. I would love. It. I mean, Oscar's clearly not on the title. She has picture. to come back with the. Food. That would be a great tag team to have back the Kabuki Warriors. I I can totally dig that. By the way, Vikingo, before he was announced in the Dream Match, had seven thousand Twitter followers. Um, so I decided to follow him. And last I checked, he, now he's got seven thousand. You no, know, the last I checked, and it was going slowly, but last I checked, he was. At about 11,000 or like 10,800 was the last I checked. That was a few days ago. But whatever it is, it's like Dana Brooke has like 580,000. Stacey Keebler has 660,000. She hasn't been on Twitter in years and she just reactivated for the Hall of Fame thing. So, I mean, you know, dream match, obviously, you know, not all these fans. Brian Cage. 
was a, a free agent, might still be. We're not sure. They retain their uh, six-man tags in in the Ring of Honor. Commander, a free agent. We saw him on AEW Dynamite. Drillistico, who you've seen on AEW Dynamite and Ring of Honor, is a free agent. He is Dragon Lee's brother. He's also Rusha's brother. So one works for NXT, one for AEW. It was reported by Dave Meltzer that the grizzled young veterans who were part of Schism were asked for and were granted their releases, but then it was correct in saying, no, they weren't granted their releases. We don't know if they asked for them or not, and who cares? Um, signings. Taya Valkyrie with AAW. She was allowed to continue uh, her obligations with MLW, and she lost her MLW middleweight women's championship to a wrestler. I don't know who her name is. Chabella Veracruz told me who it was. Never heard of her before. Um and if you're wondering what what is who's their heavyweight champion or their li- there there are no other women's titles in MLW. They have one women's title and they call it the middleweight women's championship, which is idiotic. Kylie King is an impact. Stu Grayson rehired by AEW. Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin re-signed with Impact. Um, injuries. Dante Martin suffered a hell of an injury. Uh, uh, went to the hospital uh, at Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. We talked about Mickey James. Daga, who was Tessa Blanchard's husband, suffered a, well, probably now an ex-husband or on the way to ex-husband, a fibia meniscus injury. And the only reason I'm going into detail about Daga, who most of you probably never heard of or maybe barely remember from being Tessa's estranged husband or from Lucha Underground, is because he suffered that injury in a match to Tyrus, the NWA champion. So that gigantic man fell on him. Carmella has uh, undisclosed injuries. I'm not sure if it's related to her um her ill-fated pregnancy, or if it's something else, or if it's just she she came back too early. Britt Baker, we talked about with, with her back. Both Parker Bordreau and Trench, both members of Mogul Affiliates, are injured. Um, uh, Danhausen suffered a torn pectoral. He's also got a movie role. Um, Will Ospreay suffered a shoulder injury, and he was pulled from the New Japan Cup. Um I'm not sure if he'll be if he appeared on Multiverse United or not. Um, Alexa Bliss, she had skin cancer, so everybody was saying that that, that she was unhappy at home. She was being treated for skin cancer, and also during much of that time, she was on the Mass Singer. Um, talked about Josh Alexander, Buddy Matthews had an injury, but he's back to action. Uh, title changes: the MLW Tag Team Champions are the Samoan SWAT Team. Uh, at least as of this recording. That's Juicy Fatu and Lance Anoa'i. Uh, Taylor Wilde and Kylie King are the Impact Tag Team Champions. And the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, um, the, the champions are now the Lucha Brothers, the least, the least Ring of Honor team in that. And that's why I was correct about that. Um, and Shibata uh, has their pure title now, Shibata, who has a broken head, uh, and he just had a successful defense against Christopher Daniels, who God knows why he still wrestles. Um, NXT, Carmelo Hayes is the new NXT heavyweight champion. Uh, Braun Breaker, as you said earlier, turned heel. Uh, Indy Hartwell, in a surprise, won the women's NXT title with a little swerve and a little help from her husband, Dexter Loomis. Um, were there any changes there? Uh, about cheer mode. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, 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 well, yeah, uh, Alba Alba Dawn uh, won the women's tag team championships. Um, 
We obviously talked about WrestleMania. That's pretty much all I know. Obviously, the, there was news that Pat McAfee wasn't going to be with WWE, but he showed up at WrestleMania for impromptu match, whether you liked it or not. He was he was there. Um, that's it. That, that, that's all I have as notes. So we'll go on to ratings. Um, I have about four weeks worth of ratings. Nobody wants to hear that. So we'll just go to the last two weeks. Just just know that Impact covers around 100,000 two weeks ago. Um meaning March uh, 23rd was 113,000, which was 18,000 over the week before. Then March 30th, back down to 98,000, down 15,000. The March 23rd show was before their big pay-per-view. New Japan, the last two weeks, again, we're talking the 23rd and the 30th, um, 63,000, which was one of their largest in a while, but then a week later fell down back down to 46,000 MLW last two weeks, 49,000, uh, then up to 54,000. I think they only have one more show on their 10 week deal with reels. Uh, SmackDown the last couple of weeks, um, has been 2.25 million. Uh, and then it went up to, and then 2.219 million. So it went down 6,000 on the go home show rampage the last two weeks, 373,000, which was down 101,000 from the week before and back in their regular time slot on this past week, 340,000 down another 33,000. So that's not stuck in the mud. That's sinking in the mud. Raw. Um, now you were saying they were hovering around 1.6. It's really close to 1.7, 1.8. So the last four weeks was 1.705, 1.771, 1.843, and then this past week was 2.516, I believe, or 2.6. Anyway, it went up 413,000 from the week before, which went up 72,000 from the week prior to that. NXT, a couple weeks ago, had a really good showing of 620,000, good at least relative to recently. But this past week, they dropped back down to 555, not so great. Um, Dynamite, the last two weeks, 833,000, which was down 121,000 from the, you know, the, the dream match night. Uh, and then this week, with four title matches, another huge announcement. The news that Nigel McGuinness has signed with AW and a lot of expectations that Jay White would show up, and in fact he did. And MJF night in Long Island, New York. They only went up forty four thousand to eight hundred and seventy seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. uh, All access, which we were talking about earlier, their premiere week did three hundred twenty eight thousand. The second week did three hundred thirty nine thousand. So they went up a little bit. Um, Overachieving, if if you ask me, it's not a very good show, but we'll see. They do replay it a bunch of times, so there you go. Um, we already talked to Bray Wyatt; he's sort of out and gone. And and whenever there's bad, what we did mention is whenever there's bad news about CM Punk and AW, the, the first thing that happens is the is the young punks uh, release a, a negative story about how Miro turned down more gigs, uh, more, more storylines. <laughs> um, it's sort of old news now, but. But, you know, there it's going. And also in AEW, strange things like the women's, the women seem to stop cursing and they were getting fined for it. And the men keep cursing. Now, I don't know if they're getting fined and they just don't care and they just don't tell anyone. But Soraya and Jade got fined for using the words 
swat, uh, twat. And, you know, when she goes, cut the shit, Tony. Um, so she said she can't say shit anymore. But I think she just said, ah, fuck it, I'll pay the fines. Because I think she did it once since. But also AEW has discouraged its wrestlers from body shaming uh, fans. But I'm not I'm not exactly sure. Well, MJF says pores. He's not calling them fat neck beards. And so they've sort of stepped away from that. Um, those are the news in the... I like that. That's where they draw the line, I, you know. And uh, let's not call them that. And uh, well, fat, sweaty, ugly neck beards. But it's it's sort of it's sort of I mean, like wrestling is famous for like going sit down, fat boy. I mean, come on, what we were ravishing Rick Rude be without that? I, 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 <laughs> that was the same guy. I was I, I, I hate this generation who likes wrestling, which is everything is resolved through violence. Uh, but but they 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 can't take any any they love shoot interviews except when when it's mean. <laughs> it's just, it's just it's just weird. The pe- people are so inconsistent. It's it's very very odd. Like the fiend and, and the demon, same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the same. Let me say it again. Whoa! One plays with puppets. <laughs> what what do you think is dangling from Finn's head there? The streamers, those are puppets. Those are like Bailey buddies he's playing with. Bailey doesn't need him anymore. Yeah, she's that's that's gonna be something to watch. Cause, hey, let me ask you this, and we'll close up mm-hmm. the show. Um, did you watch this week's Mandalorian? I haven't watched this week yet. Oh, have you heard anything about? Uh, it? Apparently, Lizzo is in it. Oh yeah, Lizzo's in it. There's also another special guest star. Do you, any idea who? Well, I mean, it it's probably Sasha by now. I mean, she, she hasn't been on yet, so. No, Jack Black is on it too. Swell, awesome. And 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 Mercedes is in it, but she's got like three. Well, lines. she only had three lines but, of the, in the whole first season. You know, when she was in or the second right, season when she's in. That that's to my point is. You know, everybody was like, "Oh, she's doing big things. She's breaking out on her own," and she's still like. Probably like a D-list character on this show. It's still in in Star Wars. Still, it's still cool. I mean, C-3PO has more lines than C-3PO is is I mean is a legacy from the from the first film. He should be, but no, Baby Yoda has more lines. Baby Yoda is Baby Yoda's everything. I mean, it's Baby Yoda and and. Lizzo has more lines. Okay, swell, awesome. It's all good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I tell you, I, I I haven't been loving the season of The Mandalorian. Like I, I love it. it it's like it's I sort of feel like the magic is gone. It's it's like feels like you know, nah. wrap it up. I don't know. I don't like to think all these Mandalorians are so goddamn stupid that they. First of all, none of them have ships, but somehow they got this planet. They live in caves. And the monsters, they and they're defenseless against the monsters. But they know there's monsters there, or dinosaurs, or whatever. And like they haven't figured out how to defeat them. Come on! <laughs> they have like all this advanced circuitry and weapons and stuff, and they haven't like you know set up some heavy artillery. They, they don't they, hold up a second. They're they're not that sophisticated. They don't have lasers shooting out of their their things. Why not? They've got medieval shit. They've got a grappling hook, which Batman uh, and and missiles that shoot out of their back, jetpacks. <laughs> And laser gun jetpack okay so they're the rocketeer and and, and and how'd they all get to the planet if they didn't have ships would they they, they, they walk. walk through space would they, would they take they the walk. bifrost they're like hey heimdall can you help can you hook can you hook a mandalorian took, out you know what Mo- super mario just came out so they took the pipe the i don't know what that means boop, boop, boop. 
You never played Mario? I'm sure I played Mario, but probably not Super Mario. <laughs> I mean, Mario and Donkey Kong were sort of at the end of my video game era. Should you go watch the I Super will Mario. absolutely not watch the Super Mario. I mean, movies are lazy enough as it is, but to start making movies regularly about video games is like the, the latest lazy thing. Have you seen have you seen any what since we haven't spoken in a while? What movies have you watched recently? Since we spoke? Scream. I didn't Scream? see Scream. Scream five. The only movies I've seen in the theater at all recently was Wakanda Forever, so you know how long ago that was. Cocaine Bear. You were a big fan of it. No, I wasn't a big fan of it, but it, it, it mostly delivered. I mean, there wasn't enough seeing the bear tearing things to shreds. It was impl- it was implied more than you actually got to saw it. I, and there was too much human interaction and comedy. I wanted to see more frenzy bear like eating people's innards but actually tearing into the innards first not just eating them um <laughs> I saw, but i saw like knock at the cabin with batista it was okay yes it it you know it was all right See, it's not not enough knock nah, it's just it's, it, if you saw it you know it's just it's just like yeah it's fine it was on peacock it was free whatever I tried to watch All Quiet on the Western Front. I couldn't make it past 40 minutes. I'm like, no. Is it the I'm, subtitles? No, I had it in English. So I'm like, I'm, I'm out. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all set with this. Um, I haven't seen Quantumania. I didn't see Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, I haven't seen John Wick 4. So, I mean, so. Have you seen the first three, John? Of course. But I don't think I ever saw any of them in the theaters. Like, I think I've always seen all of them, like, on cable. Or pay-per-view. Yeah, well, you're a homebody. You just stay home. I don't know. It, but, well, I also was, you know, alone for seven and a half weeks. So, what, what am I going to go by myself? I mean, I saw Cocaine yeah. Bear by myself. Yes. I, I don't I don't like doing that. But, like, I saw, like, Cocaine Bear, I figured, was a movie. I'd, I'd go by myself. I'd see a matinee. There'd be no one there. No, the, it was packed. <laughs> Look, luckily, no one I knew was there to say, ah, loser, you're still alone. <laughs> <laughs> The bully from Simpsons, like at the yes, that, that, it, it, it. <laughs> so uh, so a long time ago, like when I was in high school, I went to the movies with like a, a few of my friends, and like we we did this, you know, I'm a loser dance, and then like you know, and then the big joke was we turn around and like your parents would be there, your grandparents would see there, and they're all sitting there, look at oh, like the girl you had a crush on would be there, and they're all sitting there watching you doing I'm a loser dance, and that 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 yeah. that, that it, it was so funny, but that image has never left me. Oh, did it no, ever happen of course in real life? Oh. No, what we did is is when one guy got up to get popcorn, we all moved seats to the other side of the movie theater. So when he came back, he's like, where is everyone? Where did everybody go? Yeah. We, the only reason he found us, because it was dark as shit. And then this was like in the 80s. So, you know, there weren't like a lot of lights. Um there weren't, there weren't cell phones. There were no cell phones with lights, and they barely had running lights, and they certainly didn't like you know yeah. have the, the movie theater half illuminated until the movie was ready to start. So, yeah. But the the only reason I found this is because we couldn't we couldn't stifle our laughing. We were like <laughs> we were like all like motley. <laughs> <laughs> That's safe. That's yeah, safe. it was it was pretty funny. But yeah, um, now I've I didn't see Dungeons and Dragons, but I look like. I go to so few movies in the theaters now that I routinely get a steady flow of move, new movies on cable. So it's like it's like the same flow. Um, so I don't feel like I'm really missing anything. 
Uh, so yeah, it's good. I mean, I saw the menu. I don't know if I told you, but I, I thought that was really good. I saw Don't Worry Darling. I thought that was surprisingly good. Um, Bullet Train, I thought was excellent. That was a lot of fun. Everything, everything, uh, everywhere, all at once. I liked that, but I didn't love it. Like people loved it. I didn't. I didn't love it. Like it's, it's, it's very British science fictiony. It's also like a lot of like the Hong Kong movie kind of comedy, and I don't like either of those things particularly. Mm-hmm. Like Jackie Chan humor, I, I like that. I don't like that, and I don't like British science fiction, you know, comedy shit. Like I, I never liked like Doctor Who and that kind of stuff. I, I didn't even like the books. Like is like a few well-known, like Terry Pratchett or whatever. It's like it's like I read one of his books. I'm like, I'm good. China Mealville. I read two of his books. I'm just like, yeah, I don't need this again. Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to God. Didn't need it. I, I don't need to know the sub story about the lice on the mice. I, I it's, it's it's fine. <laughs> Jeff, um, let's get into plugs, and I, I want to talk about uh, Garden of, of Doom. Really? Well, Garden of Doom is is something to absolutely plug. So, Garden of Doom. Um, I've had some interesting shows lately, and uh, and I, I like booking like mad. Garden Views I have some cool shows coming up. Uh, actually, Garden Views next week. I'm going to drop a show. First Garden Views is probably in about three weeks. The last one was with the guy who. Oh. is a forerunner of ChatGPT. In fact, he had ChatGPT write the ChatGPT book or the book on ChatGPT. It, and it's it's completely written by ChatGPT, so much that when he consulted with an IP attorney, he was told he cannot get a copyright on it because he didn't write it. Uh, really scary shit. It's very scary. But next week, I'm having Professor, Professor Patricia DiGennaro, who she's a, uh, I mean, She's recently been doing work for NATO in the Balkans. Like she's been in Afghanistan. She's done everything. So we talked about all sorts of exciting stuff. And she's going to come on again and talk about war doctrines. But we talked about obviously Ukraine, a lot of things going on in Europe. Um, Garden of Doom. I did a dropped show on Atlantis last week. This week, the show is going to be on Tartaria. And I've been doing midweek Garden of Dooms also because, I, I mean, I've been binging on recording shows since Viv's been out. And this week, one was called Osiris is Everywhere. Uh, you already heard, well, we're here on Hammerlock Hangover. You know I do a million shows on PwC and Hame Media Group and Channel Attitude. And most most of those shoes, shows do eventually make it to the PwC if you don't want to pay the five bucks. Um, Jeff, have you heard about remote viewing? Say more. <laughs> so, you know, um, you have you watched the first season of Stranger Things? I've seen all the seasons of Stranger Things. Okay. So you know how like they have eleven in um, this like this government facility, yeah, like the and they're ha- they like have and they're stra- like they strapped her into stuff to like kind of like look in like tap into another dimension. There is um, a belief, or I don't know if this is factual because I don't know any remote viewers, but. So they call that remote viewing for you to tap in. So take a human and tap into something that is happening on the other side. Oh, yeah. I, I talk to people about that all the time. Oh, OK. So you I knew you would be. But they don't but they don't call is. it remote. View. Some of them say they, they're tapping into the Akashic record. Some of them, they're talking there. They believe they're talking to ghosts or luminaries or jinn or fey folk. Aliens sometimes. Uh, some of them they're they're talking to their ancestors or or sort of voodoo lesser gods, which are sort of closer to angels and demons than to a god. 
and and other and psychics, voodoo. I mean, yeah, but like they get you should you should see if you can find some people that do remote viewing. I, I have. They just don't use that term because I mean that's too clinical. They're you know whichever whichever belief system they hold to, they're going to use that terminology. I mean, I've I've had someone who does psychic surgery. Psychic surgery. That sounds like. But in his case, I mean, he firmly believes that Jesus is working through him. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. There was this uh, thing where, like, I guess remote viewers were used to find the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh well, Hagnagati. There you go. Well, the the Coptic scrolls, like the, were found at uh, Hagnagati in. You're, you're speaking in, in random. It's it's, it's like the, the name of a place in in uh, Egypt or Libya where they are Ethiopia where they found a lot of uh, Gnostic gospels, like some of the the, the non cannot like the Gospel of Jubilees, the Gospel of Thomas, uh, some others as well. But the Dead Sea Scrolls were obviously from the Dead Sea, you know, area. Yeah, but they but there were there were books there that sort of supported the Book of Enoch as well. Wow. See, so you do know, of course. You know this stuff. I, mean, I just told you, Hagnagati. Forget. Listen, don't talk, don't. Yeah, I know Karahan Tepe. I know Gobekli Tepe. I know the Harapan culture. This is all, yeah. this is all the guys that I were know in the Chrysanthus. I know Duncan, Lemuria. No, oh. Omega. Mm-hmm. I know. I know Beringia. Oh, I I, uh, yeah. I took I Tartaria. I, I told him I'm about to drop a show on Tartaria. I'm looking into Hi- Hyperborea pretty soon. I know about Ultima oh, Tool. Wow, I know all about the Hollow Earth. Ultimate Tool wasn't he working an MLW yeah. show last yep. week? I know about the Hollow Earth. I know. Uh, I know about the, <laughs> yeah. the 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 that we're in like a snow globe, like the, the the firmament, like the whole space program is fake. I know that. What about that we're uh, we're jumping timelines? Do you know about that? Yeah, so of course. There's there's probably nothing you can tell me in this in this world that in in this like paranormal that that I don't I haven't talked about with people. Very good. All right. Os- Osiris is everywhere. What do you what do you think? Osiris and Hermes. So they're the messenger, the herald. They 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 take you to the Atlantean. They. they Hermes Trismegistus, they 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 take you to other Enoch. He ascended Ezekiel. Wow! All right, I, I believe it all. Um, I want to shout out Rick Paisley. Um, I'm sorry we didn't get to your uh, CM Punk rant. We'll get to it on the next show. No, we won't. Did you? Did you? I mean, unless CM Punk does something crazy again, hopefully he will. God bless. Maybe, but I, it, I feel Dave, like say this, something this, stupid about CM Punk. Rick wrote a manifesto to us in the mail. In the I mail don't want to hear manifestos. Like, man, man, manifesto is, is not a good thing. He uses he. I like how he starts it off by saying, "A warning here. I'm using a lot of colorful language." Right, fair enough. A good man. And um, we do the same of, thing when we hit the explicit uh, label on the podcast. That's right. There you go. Well, it's been fun catching up with you, Jeff. Who knows when we'll do it again, but we will do it again. Sometime I used to say every so fortnight, and then it turns into four weeks. Call call on um, the remote viewer to figure out when we're going to do a next show. When when you've got time in between the PWC and I've got Listen. time 
Thursday nights, I generally keep open, especially every other Thursday night. I mean, I never know when Jimmy's going to be around anyway. So, you know, I, I, you know, I can tell him no. I tell him no plenty. All right. One, once out of every thousand times, I tell him no. Yeah, your hair looks beautiful. Look at this. Thank you. I look like an Einstein. Guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been episode 115 of the Hammerlock Hangover. If you want to touch base, get in touch with us, Jeff and myself. You can feel free to send us an email at hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. That's hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. We will read your emails and we will probably uh, respond to you on the air. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Happy Passover. Happy Easter. Happy WrestleMania season. Happy all of it. Jeff, anything left? Yeah, I just want to say I absolutely hated MGF singing. It's like he's not even trying to get hired by WWE. It's like he's he's trying to get a variety show, like the freaking Merv Griffin show. show. Maybe he wants to get on the uh, Masked Singer. So oh, goes by the way, the person who dethroned Va- Taya Valkyrie for the MLW Middleweight Women's Championship is God Queen Delmi. That's right. God Queen Delmi. Get, get your God Queen Delmi shirts fast. They're going to sell out. Go get your merch, guys. Guys, thanks for tuning in and have a great one. Stay with my friends.